0: Noon Hour is here. Check it out. And you're locked on to Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio station. It's my station. It's my station. This is, this is, this is, this is. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: What amazing Let's, I don't want anybody throwing a pity party today. I don't want anybody, I don't want any, I already told Lloyd today, we were on the phone. I'm like, Lloyd, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I appreciate all your efforts. I've been extremely positive. And he said, I don't believe you. And I'm like, no, I, I, nothing but, I want nothing but positivity today. Well, well, when both of you guys
2: come from the top ropes in our text messages, then. What did
1: I do? I, did I say anything to you personally? Maybe, maybe it was just hands. I don't know. I
3: remember compliments. That's all I remember. Yeah. But what I love, Scotty, we are directly under the snow-capped mountains of Timpanogos coming to you live from Orem, Utah. You are Spa looking Trouvé. live.
1: Spa Truve on University Parkway, a road that you travel many times to call those games.
3: Are you ready for a Hanson, Scotty, first? Yes. Because we have not done this. This is a Hanson Scotty show first. So if you're anywhere in the Orm
1: area. We are almost 10 years into this show, by the way.
3: Scotty and I have fresh sub sandwiches. Jimmy John's with the beef, the roast beef, the turkey, the ham, your choice. We've got them right here yep. on the table, ready for you co- to come in and pillage.
1: All right. So uh, our good friend Angie, who we love and is one of our most favorite people, people on the planet she
3: is she's incredible
1: but she doesn't think you the listener are going to come into spot and eat a sandwich and i'm like no our listeners are going to if we look i can fill a barn in Twilla if i have food and and tickets well guess what i've got incredible deals here at spot and i've got sandwiches and, and go- so i need you to let Angie know that you're going to come and get a free sandwich.
3: I want you. I know that you're probably a little bit hesitant because you're like, oh, they're going to think I'm weird if I stop in. And, oh, I don't want to loom. I don't want to, you know, just meander. No, come in. Get yourself a sandwich. It's Friday. We've got lunch. It's free. Typically now you, nowadays you're spending eleven
1: dollars a sandwich. Oh yeah, absolutely. You you come on by and you get you know you get a food. You're, I'm going to give you food that's going to be worth anywhere from like eight to twelve bucks. Yeah, and, and I'm going to give you a cookie too.
3: Right. We've got the chocolate chip uh, Jimmy John's cookies, which are thick and full of chocolate. You got the mayonnaise packets and mustard, and we got the full sandwiches. Yeah. Let Scotty and I feed you.
1: And by the way, big thanks to Jimmy John's here in Orem. I know they're dealing with a little construction, but they're still open ready to go for you. So uh, so let's go. I'm giving you while supplies last. And we got a bunch, but there's going to be a run on this stuff. So we're live here at Spot Truve in Orem. We want you to come by University Parkway right next to the Best Buy, you know, the Office Depot. Uh, real easy to find. So you come on by here, you ch- you grab yourself some free lunch, and then you can uh, check out the deals here at Spot Because not only are you going to get uh, your lunch, but then you can also walk out of here with a gift card for your significant other, your wife, your daughter, your girlfriend, all the above. I don't judge.
3: Yeah, you yourself, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, you yourself, and uh, and we'll we'll get you squared away. Yeah. You know what? My wife, my lovely wife, is actually at the Spa Truvey in Bountiful as we speak. There we go. Because you love her. That's why. Because back That's on because uh, well that absolutely but because back on Valentine's Day we did the remote at uh, the the Spa Truvey in Draper, and I got a gift card. I bought her a gift card, and uh, and she set up the appointment. She's going in there today, and, and I'm like, she's like, where are you heading on remote? I'm like, Spa Truvey. She's like, I have my appointment at twelve thirty. I'm yeah. like. Bam, look at that.
3: And remember, Spa Treve is a full-service spa. So, you know, they, they run the gamut. They've got all the injectables, and they've got all the facials, and they've got all those things that you might be looking for. And, you know, our, our women, they love to have those facials and the, the chemical pills and all those things that they want in their lives. Spa Treve offers it. And you can come down, grab a sandwich, check it out. But Scotty and I really want you to come down and grab a sandwich. We, we know – the quickest way to your heart is through your stomach. Yes. And Scotty and I just want to keep you as a listener. Yes. And plus, we're not in Orem very often. Like I think.
1: Yeah, we're this not. This is
3: our first Orm remote.
1: It's It's been a minute since we've been deep in Utah County. We
3: are in Orem. Yeah. Orem. come and see us. We're just right off of University Parkway.
1: Yep. Come Small on Ultra by.
3: Bay. Put it in your Put it in your little phone, your little navigation, and come see us. Did, hey, did so? Did you see? I, I was going to actually call you and tell you about this. Uh, did you see Gary Anderson was at practice?
1: At uh, spring ball?
3: Gary Anderson is now a full active a member and assistant helping BYU with the uh, defensive side of the ball.
1: Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up a little bit here. Like he's actually, he wasn't just a. Not an analyst. Or not just a. He wasn't just there watching. No, he's actively He's coaching at BYU. He's
3: actively engaged in just kinda of, you know, he's just he's just that other eye that universities have got now on film and technique and and uh he did have BYU gear on.
1: Whoa. Why and
3: you... the first thing he said as he came up to
1: me Don't you say Don't anything? Don't you say about...
3: anything to Scotty? About this,
1: <laughs> which also implies he probably didn't want you saying anything on the air about it.
3: <laughs> oh no, it's it's all over. Mitch tweeted out a picture of him in BYU gear. And, oh, okay. You know he's he's out there doing. Here's the deal. Let me and and let me be really clear to everybody. He is so excited to help his guys and help his kids. That's it. Yeah. And Scotty, we've known Gary Gary Anderson for. I've known him for – this would be the 18th season that I've, I've worked with him. Yeah, 20-plus years. Um, I mean, you worked with him very closely when yeah. he was up at Utah State. And this guy is a genius when it comes to the finer details of football.
1: Yes. Yep.
3: So it's all the cleanup details that, that make up a championship team. And Gary Anderson really good with the details. And can I just – without hurting anybody's feelings – BYU's defensive side of the ball needed real help and attention to the details. Now, Jay Hill is fantastic with details. He's drinking from a fire hose, jumping in and taking over the coordinating job and trying to get his assistant staff all going and trying to get everything running. And I think they're all realizing, oh, wait a second. Nobody's giving us extra time here. We got to get the details now down right now. And we got to start winning right now. And this defense can't have a slide that falls into the bottom parts of the country in certain areas of defense. And let me tell you, Gary Anderson is the most loyal human being I've
1: yes. ever known in my life. 1,000% true.
3: And so I think there was probably a call or two put in from guys that know him and love him. And they said, hey, coach. Did you happen to see how many sacks this defensive front got last year? No, I didn't. It was 11.
1: Oh. Wait a minute. So what what player got 11? Oh. No, 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 no. The,
3: Tyler Batty got 11? Yeah. No, Tyler Batty got more than half of the 11. But there was 11 total sacks.
1: Wait a minute. The team had 11.
3: That put you at 132nd in the country in sacks. And, the, and then the other thing. And, look, you know how I feel about this defensive staff. This is my defensive dream team. Yes. With Justin Enna and Sione Pua and Kelly Popinga and Jay Hill. This is my defensive dream coaching staff. But the thing is that you've got to install, you've got to get the players, and you've got to do it quickly. And they now are coming into their second year in the Big 12, And the Big 12 is getting an infusion of teams. Their schedule is dramatically shifting, including bringing on the University of Utah. And I think that they're all looking around like, um, somebody got Gary's number? What's Gary doing? He's working for the collective up in Logan. Wait, you're telling me that one of the most brilliant football minds in the world is working a collective? Is he coaching? No. He's working a collective. Oh, no, 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 no. Get this guy down here with his techniques, his vision, his ideas, not to overload Jay Hill, not to trump Sion Eplo, but to be able to watch a practice when everybody's trying to absorb everything with all this new talent and transfer portal talent and, and say, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you why are you changing the angle on your hips when you're coming off your coming out of your stance? Well, I didn't know I was. Yeah. Well, when you change that angle, you get washed. And let me tell you, that defensive front getting washed was a problem in Big Twelve play. And so it's little things like that. Like my my eye catches it not on the first go around, not on the second go around. It catches it when I'm watching film, and then I'm like, "Jeez, man, why? But but then as analysts, Scotty, we're always like, "Are they are they teaching them to to shift the hips and?" turn the hips to the boundary and and run or i i guess i don't know what exactly but it's those little details that a guy like him comes in and and brushes up on and and helps the coaches see it helps the players see it
1: well i think it's because there's a lot of coaches and you and i have ran into some of these coaches and 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 i don't think there's any of them here in the state anymore but there's certain coaches out there and i'm not talking head coaches i'm talking like position coaches or coordinators that you and I have met to get very territorial. And they're like, it's my way or the highway. This is my defense, or this is oh, my yeah. offense. And I don't want anybody second guessing what I do. I don't want any of that. What's that probably 90% of the coaching world? <laughs> yeah. But then you got a guy like Jay Hill, who I admire, who is like, I want to gather as much information as possible. And this is what, I mean, you can actually go – in terms of leadership and you know i don't mean to get all sean or uh you know covey what's the guy anyway whatever his name is uh the rights the books Stephen covey Covey. i don't mean to get all Stephen covey on you or whatever but i think good leaders welcome good feedback and and i have a hard time with it too like when lloyd we get off the air and lloyd's like man that show sucked today and you guys got to do this better and this better and this better and i'm like oh man that sucks And you get real defensive about it and then deep down you're like well wait a minute i gotta listen to what lloyd said and not how lloyd said it you know i've got to say like okay wait a minute lloyd's been in radio for nearly two decades the dude's got a good ear for radio he knows what's good he knows what's bad and if we if he's saying we had a bad show today then we had a bad show and i got to listen and take the feedback and be a grown-up about it and accept it and say okay what do we got to do to be better? That's how it is. And and let's take it, take from it, learn from it, and let's be let's be great. Yeah. And if you're Jay Hill, it would be really easy to be like, look, I you know I did great things at Utah. I I I won a bunch of championships at Weber State. I know what I'm doing. I don't want anybody else getting involved and telling me what to do. Or you could be like, hey, look, you know what? We weren't good enough in stretches last year. We're playing in one of the most offensive-driven conferences in the country. I could use all the eyes on this that I possibly can. I could use all the attention I can possibly get. So if I get a guy who is insanely respected in the coaching world, not just locally but nationally, as a defensive mind and who's a dear friend of mine, and I can have him come in in spring and who knows, you know, maybe more, and take a look at what I'm doing and our techniques and say, hey, you know what? And be honest. And be honest. You know, it's like when I brought you the salsa the other day. I'm like, hey, I want you to be honest. Yeah. I'm trying to make a really good salsa. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like so I can adjust. And Jay Hill's like, look, this is what I got. These these are the players. This is the scheme we were using. Take a look at this film. This is some of the adjustments we made. Look, I can't add new players right now, but what what do you think I can do with these guys? And he goes, well, you know what? I didn't like the uh, you know some of the fronts you were showing in third and seven last year. He's like, okay, well, that's a good point. We can adjust that. We can work on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that those guys have a relationship, and I think Jay Hill is – and I know Jay Hill's, you know, a little on the older side, but so when I use this term, I think it applies regardless of how old you are in terms of years. He's mature enough to be able to accept that and say, okay, you know what? Not good enough. I need to be better. Let's address that.
3: Yeah, and putting that across the entire defensive staff and saying, hey, we can all – we can all grow and become better because there's no chance that coaching staff after last season stopped and said, yeah, we've arrived. Yeah, we're, we're, we're there. Yeah. We hit peak. That that What we saw, that wasn't on us. What we saw, it, that's the players. Let's make the players make the adjustments. But what I know about Kalani on down, every one of them wants to get better, believes that they can be better. And I like your point. Hiring above you, Kalani knows what Jay Hill is. Kalani knows Jay Hill's a head coach. Jay Hill knows what Gary Anderson is. Jay Hill knows Gary Anderson's a head coach. So, all the way from the head coach of BYU down to some of their analysts, some of the help, some of the assistants, you, you've got a big a big boy mentality, and you hope that that can have a hugely positive influence. But what's crazy? What's really interesting, and and I, I think you probably know Gary Anderson's um timeline better than me but if i'm not mistaken i think gary hired tj woods yes i think he hired uh aaron roderick uh at suu i think he hired
1: um i think he hired kalani at suu too i
3: think he hired kalani i think he hired justin inna yeah um i think he hired jay hill you know this this is the guy that brought these guys in then they all moved to the University of Utah and now they're all trying to take those concepts and philosophies of toughness and self-accountability and culture and bring it to BYU that's what they're they're trying to institute that at BYU they're trying to bring that toughness and all of that energy that they that they really produced so well in Salt Lake City to BYU and that's great because what happened with BYU? Well, or with Utah. Utah took the shift to BYU, and that shift came out to Utah, and all that did was rise all boats. You know, Kyle Whittingham hired BYU guys. He hired Kalani. He hired Aaron Roderick. He hired Justin Inna. He, he, he hired guys that were in Edwards' culture, that he wanted to build in that culture. And I like what BYU is doing. BYU is bringing a toughness culture. An accountability culture, and Kalani's not going to get in the way of that. He just wants growth. The only I can promise people, I can promise people, because people think coaches have different agendas. Kalani has zero self-interest. He he doesn't like he doesn't care if there's a Kalani statue. He doesn't care if people say his name. The only thing Kalani wants is to win for BYU fans. And people ask me, well, what's it like to talk to him? What's the private conversations like? And I've known Kalani since 1997 when he came back from his mission. We were seniors together, teammates together for four years. We're like really good friends. And, and the thing I can really tell you about Kalani Sataki, he doesn't care about Kalani Sataki. He cares about winning. That's it. That's all he ever cared about. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Ego doesn't matter. You know, he, he wants to get paid a fair wage, obviously, because the, the work demands it. And he's away from his family. He is missing family time, believe me. But so, you know, it needs to be an honest wage, but it's just about winning. So if that's bringing in head coaches, if that's bringing in people that you could perceive as being above you and maybe a little bit too intrusive in your meetings or with your techniques or your schemes, he's like, I don't care. Let's get this rolling. So when I see Gary Anderson out there, and you know he's got the BYU gear on, it says a lot more to me than just a kind of a laugh. And hey, don't you say anything to Scotty because that—that's just Gary. He's just hilarious, and he's got a great personality, great sense of humor. Gary wants to help his guys get better. Yeah, yep. And he wants to continue in his life to see kids improve. So that's one of his favorite things. He likes to see kids improve, and so. I think it's great that he's out there helping them in whatever capacity that they currently have him helping in.
1: Hands and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, We are live here at Spa Truve in Orem, 295 East University Parkway. It's really easy to find. Um, it's just right there on University Parkway here in Orem, that uh, kind of that strip mall area where there's the Office Depot and the uh, Best Buy You come on by, hang out with us. This is, I'm giving you free food. Hans and I are giving you free food. Uh, Jimmy John's in Orem has uh, sent over a bunch of free sandwiches. So I have a free Jimmy John's sandwich for you. I've got a free Jimmy John's cookie for you just for coming in and saying hi to me and Hans. No, no Rodney Hood bobblehead today. Nope, I'm giving you food.
3: It's food, man. You can grab a a jazz flag, though. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we do have some jazz gear, too. Um, so come by, grab yourself some free lunch while supplies last. And we got a bunch, but it's going to go fast. So I'm going to give you a free sandwich. I'm going to give you a, uh, a free cookie and then hands. We got all kinds of great deals going on down here.
3: There are, there's incredible deals. And, you know, we've been talking about the platinum loyalty membership. You receive 20% off. We've got, um, savings up to 60% on various treatments and services. And when, when the spring rolls in spa, Trouve boosts up. And that's what we really want to push. And, guys, remember, we want you to take care of yourselves, too. You know, we want you to feel good about yourself. We want you to look good. We want you to feel good. And look at this. This is what I love, man. Our listeners love free sandwiches. Yep. And, look, we've never given out free sandwiches, but we are loaded with Jimmy John sandwiches. And, Scotty, aren't taking these home. No, no. And, and we've, got, we've got the Pepe. We've got the Big John. We've got the Turkey Tom. We've got the Vito. You can come in and you can select your sandwich. Yep. Let us pay for lunch. Oh, and we got the toppings, too. Got mayo, mustard. You grab a cookie. Come in and grab this lunch on us. But six locations, Bountiful, Draper, Highland. We are here in Orm. Yep. So if you want the sandwiches. Yeah, the forward. sandwiches
1: are going to only be here in Orm
3: Saratoga Springs and St. George. So is Ginny at the one in Bountiful? She's
1: today? in Bountiful. Yep. That's
3: a convenient location. I know. It's you.
1: great for us. Ready for that Bountiful remote.
3: The Saratoga Springs one is just right out by us. But... The point I really want to drive home, I know we typically are here for Valentine's Days, and we're like, hey, take care of your ladies. Scotty, guys are getting into this whole world. Yeah. They're getting into this whole world. They're treating themselves better, treating their skin better, their face better, and I'm not going to lie, man. As I'm getting old and my face is sagging a lot, I'm not in this to look like Kenny Rogers, but I am in this to get a nice little facial pill and feel better about the way I look. Yeah,
1: it's confidence, right? Yeah,
3: it's confidence.
1: Man. And 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 you know you want mama to look at you a little differently. That's it. I hear you, man. That's. It, I hear man. you. It, you know, honestly, it's nothing I ever really considered for myself before, but now you know you're like, you know what? Getting into the uh, a certain decade where you're like, might be time to look at some of that. Things stuff. aren't holding where yeah. they used to hold. Yeah, yeah.
3: I can now. Hold two credit cards in the folds of my forehead. It used to be just one.
1: Hey, but thanks for now, coming in.
3: I can now hold two credit cards. It's cr- it's ridiculous.
1: Or one of those new metal ones.
3: Yeah, yeah, I could I could, I could still those, hold two, two of the metal ones. You
1: like those my fancy chase cards? Metal. Those fancy metal ones.
3: Yeah, my Chase card's a metal one.
1: Yeah, well, come on down. We're live here in Orem, two ninety five East University Parkway. It is Spa Truve. Stop in. We're having listeners already come in. Plenty Uh, of sandwiches. We do have plenty of sandwiches, though. So, um, you know, we we want – now, look, there are listeners, and our listeners are hungry, and our dudes know how to eat. So you're going to want to come down here, grab some sandwiches, grab some cookies, and then check out the deals here at Spa Truve. It's all right here, 295 East University Parkway in Orem, 97.5 the EKSL Sports Zone.
0: This is this is DJ and PK.
4: Joined now by the Hall of Famer Steve Young. I heard Boomer Sison make a statement that he feels like if Zach Wilson went and spent a year or two with Andy Reid, that he would be able to blossom as far as being an NFL quarterback. What is your response to that?
3: Quarterbacks thrive with support. You'd think there'd be so many organizations that figured this out and they just haven't. Zach is responsible for Zach's problems. Zach has to own that. No matter what, I think it's important that you say that and then make the
0: changes, but I really believe of all the places that Zach could go to, my spot would go to Sean McVay and behind Matthew Stafford because I think it's a spot where he could really understand the
5: position, really get coached in a way that could be really profitable to him, and still could see the field in the near term because Matthew's probably not going to play forever.
0: Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. <laughs> Number one. Miss any part of the show? Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hans and Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: 1235, Hanson, Scotty. This is 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. Happy Friday, everybody. We got the free food. Come down here to Spa Trouvet in Orem. I got sandwiches. I got cookies for everybody who comes by. And we're not talking like, you know, a little sliver of a cookie. Oh, this, no, is a, no. this is a prepackaged, full-size Jimmy John's cookie. I've got the big sandwiches, so you come on down here and let's get you fed.
3: Yeah, we're overloaded with food. Please come down and eat. Don't go spend money on food. Come down. We're going to... Give you a nice Friday treat. Save you a little bit of money on lunch for a Friday. Plus, I know there's some starving students out here in Orem. Come by, see us. Check out the spot, Trevay. See why we love it. See why you're going to love it. and Walk away with some good sandwiches.
1: So, you may have a bad taste in your mouth from a jazz game last night. You get that fixed with a good sandwich in you. I'm sorry I'm doing everything I can. That's
3: about it, man. That's it. Just trying to extend.
1: I mean, mean, they showed some fight in the second half. And they were down what thirteen in the second quarter. Came back, took a lead, uh, and then uh, the fourth quarter got away from them. I, I would tell you, Paul Bancaro's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Holy cow,
3: that kid is good.
1: Uh, and and I'm um, uh, I'm a fan of Franz, uh, Franz Wagner Wagner too.
3: I appreciate you calling him Franz because, you know, I I should maybe change the spelling of my name to H A N Z. So it's it's Franz, but people get him. I I know he gets Franz a lot. I'm sure, and he's completely he's having to correct people and say it's actually it's it's not Franz. It's I know that the Hans of Franz was a big deal back in the day. It's Franz.
1: Uh, although it does sound like he's a uh, like a I don't know a villain in a Die Hard movie.
3: I actually think it is Franz.
1: But... I it is. Franz. <laughs> I do it. I I do it for you.
3: Well. He's good, and you know Orlando's no pushover, and that's a tough road trip. That's a tough road game to win right now. So I can understand why the Jazz lost. I've actually got a different angle that I wanted to come at this with because I was just talking to another individual about this. Um, I think at this point with the Utah Jazz, the worse it goes, the more change it inspires. Yeah. Sometimes when you're just good enough just good enough keeps you in the running for a long period of time and just good enough keeps the fans coming and just good enough is acceptable and we come on and we say hey that was a nice four game run and just good enough can get it can become really complacent now at this point i just want the jazz to be
1: really bad oh really you're you're leaning into it now
3: well yeah because the worse they are the more change the more immediate change it forces and i'm not saying you know bring bringing in the top players but i'm saying it's it's change it is forcing you to take a real look at your product and if that product isn't producing you got to get that product off the floor yeah and right now this is a product that everybody's looking at like yeah you can't put this out there you you definitely can't start another year with this so at this point because Scotty, you just aren't gonna be able to keep Lowry Markin happy for a very long time.
1: You're really concerned about this.
3: Well yeah, because at some point he's gonna look around like, geez, I'm I am one of the top probably twenty probably top twenty five players in the NBA. Yep. And what exactly are we doing? Because the last couple of years I've been here going from Mike Conley on down the list to about 30 different guys that filled a 15-team roster it this is this is crazy now you could have ryan smith in his ear or you could have danny ainge in his ear and you could have them saying hey just be patient we it's coming i promise you take a look at my track record but he's got to be sitting there thinking we are on a nosedive. Yeah. Look at what's happened since the trade deadline. They're I think one in seven.
1: Uh yeah. And uh, that one win was against the worst team in the NBA in San It well, not total worst team in the West, I guess you'd say, but uh Um But yeah, no, I mean it's not great. And I do think the fact that there has been flashes, like you you know, you go to the start of last year's team and they're like, oh my god I mean, if had they kept that team together, they were a bare minimum a play team. Like, they were going to play postseason basketball in some way, shape, or form last year. But they blew it up at the trade deadline and got a bunch of assets, and then the team went in the tank. Yeah. This year, uh, you know, I don't think that Olenek gets them into the playoffs, but they're far more competitive than they are now.
3: I don't think Ochai is the guy that gets them over the hump.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they were better.
3: But they were better. Yep you know it felt like there was more continuity, better understanding. But but let's be real clear too. It's not just about who the jazz moved. Yeah. It's about what the jazz decided to do.
1: It's about the decisions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the direction but, for sure. Because
3: you could still prep be pressing and starting and pushing Chris Dunn and others and you you, you just aren't. Yeah. You're starting Keontae George. You're you're not trying to press and start Walker Kessler. Now you're pressing and you're starting on Taylor Hendricks. So, because I've heard some people say, oh, well, are you telling me that Kelly Linick was that much difference in this team? No, it wasn't just Kelly Linick. It's the complete mindset that you went post-trade deadline. And, you know, that's the way I look at it. That changed.
1: Yeah. And they changed their player. Well, yeah, you're right. Their rotation philosophy. It's pretty easy to see what's going on, and it's pretty easy to determine how the process is and and how this whole thing's playing out. So, you know, fans see it. We all see it. We all recognize it. And now it's just a matter of saying, okay, well, this is who we are. Let's accept it and go all in. And I just – you know I hear those comments that we played in that update and it's just I'm like oh boy we're at that point in the year like Lloyd play that play that cut again about you know uh what essentially was said because it's just like oh, okay we're at that point in the season because this is I by the way if I'm will Hardy I say the same thing too this isn't a knock on will Hardy it's just a realization of where we're at in the season overall I thought
0: the team played really hard you know we didn't finish well in the paint at all in the first half I don't think we were physical enough driving the ball we weren't physical enough around the basket I thought again the team adjusted in the second half and we were able to get to the free throw line some and finish much better in the paint but you know our our team is close from a you know a mental standpoint
2: I
1: think they're they're understanding how they fit together a little bit better and we're continuing to grow as a group so so there's there's three things there that that he said that are going to be like there are going to be little buzzwords, little catchwords that you're going to hear the rest of the season. We're close. Um, we tried really hard. We're working hard. And then there was another one there at the very end that I missed. Um, uh, but uh, but but essentially, these are the little buzzwords that you're going to hear throughout the rest of the season from Will Hardy. And again, I'm not knocking Will. This is, this is just who you are right now. This is the world you put yourself into and... This is just the situation you're in where you're going to measure things by like, oh, we tried really hard. Oh, we're getting close. Oh, we're getting better. And, you know, we're progressing. And and then you're going to hear probably something we're young, which is everything he's saying is true. Everything he's saying is accurate. You as a fan base just have a hard time swallowing that pill, and you're going to hear it a lot. You're going to hear these lines a lot over the next 20 games. So, you know, sorry, Bowler, but buckle up yeah you're going to get a good dose of this it's
3: just hard to see it go in that direction and i'm sure jazz fans are frustrated with it because there was a stretch where that team became fun for a minute it was really bad to start the year town horton tucker taylor horton tucker was really tough to watch and the team was just tough to watch overall and then all of a sudden it flashed and they put tht on the bench and they they pushed minutes with chris dunn and they built a, a unit that was playing hard and had some connectivity and, and it was functional and they grabbed some wins, whatever it was end of December and through January. And then it's like, geez, this is, this is rough, but Hendricks is looking more efficient. I thought that Keontae George had a very nice game for a rookie. Um, I, I think that there's some complimentary things in there, but the,
1: but we're doing it, too. But this you know? team is That's just, what we're, 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 we're saying, the same thing.
3: We're trying to find positivity. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's exactly what Will Hardy's trying to do. He's just trying to find some positivity. And there's not a ton of it to go around right now with this team.
1: So, again, there's certain things. That's why I've been asking. Uh, you know, I asked this to Ben Anderson yesterday. I asked this to David Locke earlier in the week. I asked this to Tim LaCombe. What are the measurables? Like, what are things that people should be looking at and saying, okay, this is what I need to be looking at? Because I'm not looking at wins and losses because I'm going to be looking at a lot of losses. So what am, I, what am I looking towards here to try to see the improvement that I need to see going forward? Like, okay, because I'm not, not going to judge it by wins because that ain't going to happen. Right. So what am I looking for? What do I need to – what do I need as I watch this game as a fan – to say, okay, I'm seeing this. This is better, and this is the path this team's going to be on. So find that, rally around that, look at that, and uh, we'll go from there.
3: Yeah, and, and also it's okay to be frustrated. I saw a couple of different uh, Twitter posts from Jazz fans that are throwing their hands up. I'm sure the Jazz fan Bruce has lost his mind. I don't know if we want to get him on at some point and uh, and get the get the mouthpiece of the fan in jazz fan but it's getting brutal it is and it's getting hard to turn a game on and watch it
1: and it's about the long game show interest in it yeah i mean look there's find those things that you want to see individual players get better at and then realize that this offseason is going to be pretty fascinating i do think that jazz will and bowler hit on this yesterday too and i thought i think this was a good point by him because bowler's Bowler's with this team. Bowler's with his coaching staff. Bowler's with his front office. Bowler's going to say a few things that he's going to be very careful about, but it also is going to be an indicator a bit of 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 what he's hearing. And so maybe I am putting words in the mouth of Bowler a little bit, but I'll echo it because I've heard it from within the Jazz organization. The Jazz are – now, look, I'm not saying they're going all in. This isn't going to be a Ray Allen, uh, Kevin Garnett offseason like Danny Ainge had you know, 15 years ago in Boston. But I do think that there will be steps made to make this team better, not just be in asset acquisition mode, but say what can I do to make this team better going into next season? And I do think there will be some some moves coming up in that direction.
3: Scotty, we've had about what, 10 or 15 listeners come in and get sandwiches, and we haven't even made a dent in these sandwiches. Yeah. We have got a lot of sandwiches. So come in. Grab your sandwich, check out Spa Trevay. Come say hi to Scotty and I. We've got the fixings, the mayonnaise, the mustard. We've even got the Jimmy John's cookies, the big old fat chocolate chip cookies. So come in and pick a sandwich out. We've got a few different sandwiches to, to choose from. Throw some mayonnaise on it. We got lunch. It's lunch on Hanson Scotty Friday
1: today. Yep. Let's do it. 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone live here at Spa truve in Orem, 295 East University Parkway. Real easy to find just off University Parkway, uh, right next to that Best Buy, that Office Depot, right across the parking lot from there. Uh, you have no excuses. We're giving you free food, and then you have a chance to hook up your loved one with a great gift card from Spa truve right here on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I present... This is JJ and Alex. Let's see what Utah is. Let's see how they develop. See how healthy they stay. If they are what we think they are, they're the leader of the pack.
1: But... I would say overall, this is a wide-open conference because everything is new and everything is unfamiliar. It's going to be really fascinating to watch this season play out with so many new teams in the conference. Even some of these new teams from last year, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF haven't played everybody yet. So there's still such a newness around this conference that is still playing out this season. And then you add Utah, Colorado with Coach Prime and Shadur Sanders. And we know what Arizona was last year. And even though they have a new head coach, they're bringing a great vibe. And they're bringing a confidence and they're bringing a little swagger. It's going to be really interesting to see these new teams come in.
0: Catch JJ and Alex afternoons from 3 to 6 presented by G2G Bars on 975 The KSL Sports Zone. You're locked on to Hans Olson and Scotty Chik, Chik, Chik. That's right. Yeah! On 975 The KSL Sports Zone. <laughs>
1: Olson, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Man, we have great listeners coming by here grabbing some free food, and we want to hook you up. We got the sandwiches, we got the cookies. Let's go. I know.
3: And we have got plenty to keep you fueled. So come in and grab a Jimmy John's. Yep. You know, stacked with the meat and cheeses. We got lettuce and tomato. We got all the mayo and mustard you want to throw on it. So come in.
1: I'll even give you some free lip balm, too.
3: Also, we're entering for an opportunity to win a free Botox. Yeah. So Spa-Truvay is giving away a free round of Botox, which is Botox for men. And all you got to do
1: is come in and enter to win. Your wife's looking at you like, I I can't believe I married a Sharpay dog. And you're like, I know. I'm sorry about that. And you're like, there's nothing I can do. And she's like, yes, there is something you can do. You can go to Spa-Truvay.com. You can uh, get a little Brotox and you have a chance to win some for free and off you go. You clean have, up clean up that mug of yours.
3: You have more folds than a sheet drying factory. <laughs> Come it's it's it is the case though, man. It, that's the that's a bummer deal, but Oh uh, boy. A uh some of the numbers coming out of the NFL combine and by the way, for those of you wondering who is participating in the NFL Combine that you might have any interest in? BYU has three guys. Utah has uh, six guys. Uh, the BYU guys include guys like Kingsley, Soamata, and Keaton Slovis. Utah includes guys like Cole Bishop.
1: Like okay, how just glossed right over the punter.
3: Utah includes guys like Cole Bishop. <laughs> so you're saying BYU's got, two, BYU's got two and
1: a half guys in the comeback?
3: <laughs> hey, look, man, it feels good to say three. <laughs> I and mean, he might get drafted. It might happen. I think he will, actually. Yeah, there's a good chance. uh Elamia is out there, but you've got cornerbacks that are going to be in action today, so you should see numbers start to trickle out with Sione Baki and Cole Bishop. I think that they start things at about 1 o'clock, so... Right, about four or five minutes. They really get going with the defensive backs. And I'm hoping that, that Cole and Sioni have a, a good round. Cole Bishop is one of the higher rated. Yeah. And I think Sioni Vaki, they want to see. Because Sony Sioni really, he took the number one ranking in the top 25 because he became a
1: utility knife. Well, yeah, I mean, the versatility was. And, again, we don't judge that based on NFL, you know, potential or no. where we think they're going to get drafted if we did you know Kingsley would probably be number one instead what do we have in like 21 or 22 because yeah. he did not have a particularly good season
3: yeah and um and no that's exactly it so we really do gauge off productivity and Sionivaki, Vaki on the defensive and offensive side arguably had the most productivity of anybody so that's why he ended up yeah, number one in the top twenty-five, but I I hope he can put up some good numbers. We have some, we've seen some crazy numbers already in the combine. Um, right now, the fastest forty time that's in is four-four-three, Peyton Wilson, out of North Carolina State. Um, the best, we really don't have bench numbers.
1: Do we have, uh, are we getting to the uh, what was it? Somebody somebody was going to give away an island. If they ran a 4 2. Remember that a couple of years ago? Oh,
3: yeah. Uh, was it Adidas?
1: Yeah, I think so. It wasn't Nike.
3: I think it was a shoe company that was going to give away an an entire island if you could. Uh, did you know that there's never been a player break into the 50s on 225? 49. There's a 49. Really? Yeah. But nobody's ever broke into the 50s. If you really wanted to make some noise as a lineman, go in there and and hit the 50
1: be the first one to to hit hit 50
3: 34 is the current leader in the clubhouse Jordan Jefferson defensive tackle
1: at LSU but that's why Hans calls Tuesday
3: off, offensive line hasn't gone and you know you still you got the big boys that are going to be pushing weights a little bit later
1: all right, Hans and Scotty, we're live here at True Truve. we got a bunch of listeners coming by grabbing the free food. Uh, we still have a ton of it left, though, so uh, big thanks to Jimmy John's and Orem. Uh, just come on by, grab yourself a sandwich, grab yourself a cookie, and let's uh, get you fed. And more importantly, let's make sure that you're looking your best, that uh, you're able to hook up your wife, your loved one, uh, with some great services here at True Truve. Lexi's kind enough to hang out with us right now. As uh, Lexi, you got all kinds of great deals going on. All right, so... You got you got a bunch of a couple schlubs on your hands here and just a bunch of dudes that they they don't know anything. They walk in and I mean, I'm like this stuff is Greek to me, but guys need to start taking care of themselves. Right. And, sure, and, yeah. and and get themselves taken care of. And you guys can help out.
6: Absolutely. Yes. We love to do that.
1: So you
3: decided to give away a round of bro talks.
6: Absolutely. Yes.
3: All you got to do is come in and enter to win. Yep. And it's. Easy to come down and see us. Now, tell us what the Brotox entails. What's it all about?
6: So, basically, the Brotox is Botox for the bros, right? And Botox is nice because what it does is it'll just erase those wrinkles there on the face, all over the forehead, around the eyes. It's for the bros.
3: Is there a reason why you're staring straight at my forehead
6: yeah i'm sorry i couldn't i couldn't not look at the forehead
1: it's just what i see sure sure the credit card trick
3: she's she's picturing she's picturing shoving needles right into the folds of my forehead do
1: you do you look at certain people and be like oh that's gross or like oh i can't wait to get a hold of them i can clean that up so fast
6: you know i wasn't always like that till i started working here but yes
1: yeah
3: so
6: I'm like, man, we can smooth out those wrinkles for you. Really Let me, me tell you how
3: That really help. And we're doing it for free. Uh, Spot your giving away a free round of Brotox
1: for guys like us. Do you like instead of like an injector is it like a fire hose or like how how would that go? <laughs> like, how would that work?
6: Um, you know, all, it's, I'm only
1: halfway kidding. But.
6: You're it's, funny. You're funny. It's just the same, just uh, uh more, more more needles. More. Oh, okay. more needles. Yeah. 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 It looked not,
1: like an acupuncture <laughs> desk with just needles just coming all out. It's not like an, a constant IV
3: drip straight. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to walk around holding the pole, keeping <laughs> keeping an IV drip to keep my fluids flat. I know. Like, here's the thing. We're, Scotty and I really do want our listeners to take better care of themselves, and Spot Treve does too. And that's what I love about being in business with you guys is reaching out to the male demographic and saying, Hey, you can do better. You could take better care of yourself. You could look better. Absolutely. And there are procedures for you. You know, when you pass these spas, it's, it is great for women. And my wife loves it. She loves Spa Treve but this is also an opportunity to care for yourself.
6: Yeah, and absolutely. I'm
3: sure that you see a lot of that. You also have hair treatments.
6: Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like hair restoration treatments. There's certain clients who um, qualify for like hair loss, receding hairline. There's something called PRF hair restoration treatments, and we can inject that and help you grow your hair back.
1: So you're rocking those power alleys. Now's the time to get down here and get you squared away. So like my wife, we we did one of these at the location in Draper right before Valentine's Day. Uh, I got her a gift card. She's actually in the bountiful location as we speak right now and uh and she's just texting me she's like this place is incredible this is awesome and uh but so you can come on grab a gift card if you don't know what your wife wants just you know grab a gift card right and just say look you know what here's x amount of dollars you figured out she'll you know what you it. want
6: she'll love it
1: yeah and so you don't have to go in and say hey you know i think you need this maybe just give her the gift card and and, and yeah. play that one safe yeah. a little bit
6: and i mean there's consultations of all kinds so she can come sit down for free for 30 minutes and just chat with an injector an esthetician and you can figure out what she'd really want herself
1: all you have to do is stop by so many great spot rue locations up and down the wasatch front but there's only one where we have the free food and where Hans and I are hanging out. It's in Orem, 295 East University Parkway. Stop by, grab yourself some free sandwiches, uh, grab yourself some free cookies, check out all the savings, and uh, let's get you squared away here at Spot.
0: Looking for the latest on the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies? Yeah. We've got you covered. This is Hans Olson and Scotty G on 97.5, the Sports Zone.
1: Zolson, Scott Gerrard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, live here at Spa Trouvé on a Friday here in Orem, 295 East, University Parkway. I've got free food for you. A good friend Angie said nobody would come by and eat our food. Well, guess what? we got people coming by eating the sandwiches. It is.
3: It's nice, but we are still loaded with sandwiches. Yeah. We still have plenty, don't we, have Sean?
1: Uh, here's the problem yeah, is playing. that the sandwiches that are not eaten by our listeners, you and I take home and then we get gluttonous and yeah. then we make bad life choices and we feel bad about ourselves and are miserable all weekend. Then we so. need more Brotox. And then we need more Brotox. So yeah. come help us
3: out. Uh, come grab some sandwiches. are saving
1: us from ourselves.
3: We got the fixins, the mayos, the mustards. We've got cookies. So save yourself some money. Don't go buy lunch. I know that you're thinking about swinging into a Maverick here in Orm right now. Don't do that. Come swing in here. We yeah. also got waters. You can grab a water and take that home with you.
1: I even got uh, we we even got the candy dish out too, so you can grab the Snickers and the Twix. We're, we're about, all about bribing you.
3: We're about to talk to Dallin Hall. We'll have Dallin come down. He'll grab some free sandwiches if nobody else will.
1: Yeah. Well, that dude deserves all the sandwiches.
3: I can tell you right now, if, when I was playing at BYU, if I was on with you and you're like, "Hey, Hans, come up here and grab some," I would I would have been up here, and I'd have brought about twenty friends.
1: Well, no, you would have come by yourself and left with the box. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> i don't because we got about 20 sandwiches in here so yeah. we're loaded you so would treat it like a sandwich. tray of hot dogs if I, would, I would the whole say, thing th-
1: no, no i'm, I'm just saying when you're in college and I somebody know, offered we, you a hot dog you're like i don't want one i want we talked about
3: not talking about what happened
1: it was a long time ago yeah. like the late 90s it's fine all right hans and scotty joining us now from that byu basketball team fresh off a huge victory against kansas in lawrence no big deal Dallin Hall, kind enough to hang out with us. Dallin, how you doing, man? Hey, Dallin. Doing good. Appreciate you guys for having me on. We're fired up to chat with you. Uh, Does the food taste a little bit better? Classes a little bit easier? Life just a little bit better after you you pick up a win like that?
5: (laughs) Well, the sun's a little bit brighter, so that's nice to come home to. Um, But, no, everything, it's a good victory for us, obviously, um, but we see it as a stepping point, you know, not the finish line, and so we're excited to get
3: back to work. Is that the craziest thing you've been a part of in your basketball playing life?
5: Um. Yeah, that atmosphere was a very surreal feeling playing against that team. It's just a ton of history in Kansas and um, that, that team and that program that they've built there, and so it was a really surreal feeling. It was fun.
1: So let's go through that game itself because, you know, you get down and it feels like Kansas is going to do what Kansas do does to most teams in that arena, and that's uh, start to pull away. And then you start reeling them back in. Now, I'm sure the entire game you always felt like you were going to win that game, but was there a moment where you felt like their confidence was slipping? You're like, hey, they know we're here. They know we're not going away, and uh, and 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 they've got a problem on their hands with our squad. Yeah, I think uh, from the jump, our physicality
5: was greater than theirs, um, and that kind of set the tone, and then as far as when I feel like they really noticed things were getting out of hand is when we had two or three dudes, myself included, in some serious foul trouble, um, but other dudes were just stepping up and um, kind of closing that lead, guys like Jackson and and Foose and, a, and just a bunch of other dudes out there who were carrying the team for us, and I think that had them pretty nervous
3: down from your perspective. What is clicking so much more this year that didn't click last year? Why did things look more fluid? Why did things look uh, more precise? Um, Why do things look so much better this year than they did last year?
5: Um, I think that's a, a loaded question. I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. Um, one of the big things is, you know, we're a year older. We have a year of experience under our belt as a team, right, not just myself but playing together. That's huge. We understand um, a little bit more of each other's tendencies and our, each other's games, and so we have great feel for one another. And we also have great trust in one another. You know, we had the opportunity to go on a foreign tour this summer and really strengthen our relationship as a team with the staff. And so it's a really tight knit group that we have. Um, I call it a family and that's what it feels like. And so I think that's a huge part of the success is just the um, unity that we have and the trust in one another.
1: Mm -hmm. So there was, and and, you know, look, I I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and chat with you often, but you do seem like a guy that grew up in a very competitive home. Uh, you look like you're one of the most competitive sons of guns out there. And so when you spend all off season and everybody's talking about like, oh, BYU is going to the Big 12. Oh, it's the hardest basketball conference in the country. Oh, they're going to be lucky to get three wins in conference play. Uh, you're picked to finish near the bottom of the conference. I know you guys try to block out all that stuff, but was there a certain moment where you're like, hey, you know what? We know we're pretty good. We're going to be just fine. Did that add a little chip on your shoulder going into this season? Oh, for sure.
5: 100%. Like, I can't tell you how many times people would, like, ask us, so how do you feel about the Big 12? Like, that was the number one-asked question. And we tell them, you know, we feel good. We feel like we uh, got the pieces we need. We're putting in the work. And then we kind of get this side look in their eyes like they didn't (laughs) believe us and our confidence, right? But it was just motivation and fuel to the fire. Um, and then during the season, like from the very jump, you know, we just uh, we played the right brand of basketball from the start. And we built on each game, and our confidence got better and better. And I feel like by the time the Big 12 rolled around, still some people were skeptical. But we, uh, we started the season confident in our ability, and it, it's never really faltered.
3: Don, what has Ali Khalifa brought to the locker room and and to the court? Start with what he's brought to the locker room and then talk about what he's brought to the court that's increased uh, play for you guys
0: this year.
5: Yeah, AK is a special player. Um, He he brings a lot to our locker room and the fact that he just loves to have fun, and he's a great personality. He's all about the team. And it's rare that you find guys that find, like, so much joy in creating for their teammates. And so that's kind of more of an on-the-court thing. But off the floor, he just loves to joke around. He's a great presence. Um, He really cares for each of his teammates. And so he's super special in that way. And then on the court, dude is ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, he's got the nickname the Egyptian magician. He's crazy. The passes he makes, the IQ he has um it's it's obvious to see on both ends of the floor and so um he's just a really special talent and he's been huge for us this year
1: i want to go back and talk about that that shot that uh you'll probably be telling your grandkids about someday uh you know you have an opportunity to put kansas away uh, you line up that three and knock it down, and you probably – well, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. I want to get your, your vibe of what it felt like when you deflated that entire arena, one of the more iconic places in all of college basketball. When you see that thing go down, number one, were you planning on taking that shot all along? When it left your hand, did you know it was going down? And then number three, what was it like? What did it feel like in that arena when that place all of a sudden was like, oh, crap, we're going to lose this game?
5: <laughs> um, it was a really good feeling. I think uh, we had been getting that switch. That's kind of how they guarded us that game with Dickinson switching out. And so I was super excited for that matchup. I didn't know I would necessarily shoot it off the rip. I thought I might try and get downhill and take what the defense gives. But then he switched off and he kind of played back. And so the, the step back is kind of a move that I've worked on a lot, um, especially this off season. And with the space he gave me, I just decided, you know, that was the right play. And As soon as it left my hand, yeah, it felt really good. Um, and, you know, guys, it's this whole year, it's been a different guy that's stepped up every game, which has been super fun. And so this game just happened to be my turn to shoot that shot. And, you know, we, as a team, we just believe in, in shooting it with confidence and living with the results. And so that's kind of was my approach at the end of that game.
3: So the arena goes quiet, but could you hear the BYU fans? They were packed in.
5: (laughs) Yeah, they started the BYU chant, man. It was awesome. (laughs) Kansas fans were stunned. They were standing up to go home. They were booing the BYU fans. (laughs) It was a pretty uh, amazing, amazing thing. And they were loud, man. Let me tell you, those BYU fans, they were proud and loud in that moment.
3: In that moment, could you hear them through the the beginning parts of the game or through the the early parts? You could hear them, yes.
5: When we go on runs, um, I don't know what it is, but the noise in that gym is just magnified like everything. And so uh, they were definitely um, helping us in that game. And BYU Nation, I mean, Cougar Nation shows out everywhere, so it's really fun to be a part of this
1: program. So, and again, look, you know, your situation was what it was over the last 10 years at BYU but i got to imagine from your perspective as a player to go from maybe hitting a shot like that and no disrespect to Pepperdine or Pacific or LMU but hitting a shot like that in one of those gymnasiums and yet and then the next year doing it in Kansas what's that transition been like for you guys you know because i got to imagine as a competitor it's been probably a lot of fun to be like, oh, wow, instead of playing it, you know, on a court that's got volleyball lines on it and 800 people in the stands, uh, we're playing in front of 16,000 people that want, you know, that are uh, screaming all kinds of obscenities at us. I mean, how's that been like for your team?
5: Yeah, it's uh, you're exactly right. It's been a big shift. Um, I think it's it's funny because me and Coach – We actually were talking about this when we were at our shoot-around at Kansas. He was just like, when you got recruited, you signed up to play in the WCC. You had no idea any of this was coming. And it's true. I mean, that was a while ago, but (laughs) I had no idea that I would be playing in that environment in this league, the best league in the world, um, in college basketball. And so it's been really just a blessing. And as a competitor, like you said, it's a dream come true because as a competitor, you want to beat the best, you want to play against the best, and we get that opportunity every night in, front, in some of the best environments in college basketball. And so we're just really trying to live in the moment, enjoy it, and uh, put for, put forth our best foot every night.
3: Hey, Dallin, you served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ in Latter-day Saints, didn't you? I did, yep. Uh, first, really quick, where did you serve?
1: I served in Fresno, California.
3: Okay, Fresno, California.
1: I was just there. I, I call the games for Utah State, and so uh, they just played Fresno State down there.
3: And Scotty loves the food in Fresno.
1: Actually, it's not bad. <laughs> there, there's some there's yeah, some yeah. good there's some good food joints. You ever get the uh, the uh, the Doghouse Grill? You ever get the tri tip down there? That was a lucky day when we got to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling hands, <laughs> it's it's one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Uh, uh, get out there,
3: hands. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make my way out there I, I, at some point. I, I call the uh, the games for the BYU football team, so Greg and I'll get out there for that. I'm sure at some point. But well, I guess I,
1: I don't, you're not going to Fresno. I, I guess
3: I don't hope BYU <laughs> no. plays Fresno. I played against Fresno. That's a miserable place to play, so I wouldn't want to push that on the BYU football team. But um, I just want to have a kind of a little bit of a conversation about being an athlete and leaving on a two-year mission. And coming back and what your body is and, and your mind is when you came back was it frustrating what was it hard like did you feel like you'd lost a step did you worry that you maybe lost it forever have you regained everything that you had kind of walk me through the mindset and what your body's like pre and post mission
5: yeah uh it was a process it uh it probably took me a full year of being back to feel like myself before um which I didn't understand or think like I thought about after six months of being home I'm like I'm back but then each game each week I'd get a little bit quicker a little bit faster and and so it was a process for sure I remember coming home from the mission um you get to play basketball a little bit in Fresno obviously and so I thought I'd be all right and then we were doing a closeout drill and like my feet wouldn't do it to one side of the court. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and so it was a process. Uh, and it, it was um, frustrating at times, but there were things on the mission that I learned that really helped me in that process and also put me at a higher level, maybe as a leader and in my ability to um, be Consistent and diligent in my work that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise. And so there's pros and there's cons, but ultimately like I wouldn't trade my mission for anything.
1: And um, now I feel like I'm up to speed and just getting better as the time goes by. All right. We always like to get to know you a little bit as a person as well, when we have these conversations. So uh, where do you credit your athleticism from both mom and dad, a particular parent? Cause a lot of times it comes from mom more than it does dad. Where do you, uh, where, where do you feel like uh, your level of ability comes from? <laughs> um, it's probably a, a good split. My mom would
5: like to take all the credit. She was a high jumper in college, um, a track athlete for Weaver State. So she was legit. Um, and she that's where she says my jumping ability comes from. <laughs> but my dad, he played basketball at Salt Lake Community College. Um, he was a big-time player. And so – I mean, I would go fifty fifty um that's probably how I'd say it, where it comes from.
1: pretty competitive house I mean, was even like board game night would that get crazy is that Is that how you were raised <laughs> yeah the
5: the board game was always getting tossed off the table or uh we usually couldn't finish games. I got a little brother who's playing football at Weaver State right now uh he's a big time athlete and then my older siblings are competitive in, as well. So, yeah, just like you described it, that's how the vibe is at the Hall home.
3: Dall- Dallin, do you have uh, some NIL deals? Do you, do you have different companies that you rep? Are, are you, have you been able to capitalize on this boom of success and what you're doing this year?
5: Um, I have tried to not get too caught up in, in all the NIL stuff, especially during the season. Um I have a couple of deals, but ultimately, like, I'm just trying to stay present and focused during the season and let those things take care of themselves afterward.
3: Yeah, see, I, I always wondered how that worked because I I always felt like when I was in season, I was so busy with school and with football and with all the responsibilities that I had. I, I, I can't imagine trying to get out there and market myself, especially during the season.
5: Right, yeah, just like you said, especially with what we're trying to accomplish here as a, as a team and a program, we're just trying to stay present and let those things handle themselves after the season.
3: What degree, what degree are you working towards?
5: Right now I'm uh, pre-business, hoping to get into the strategy program.
1: Nice. Very cool. Well, you know, here's the thing that I think is really fascinating is that, uh, you know, you win a game like that against Kansas and you want to celebrate, you want to enjoy it, and you should – but then all of a sudden you realize, well, we still have a few games left. We still have a conference tournament. We still have NCAA tournament. Like, how hard is it as they still a, have a road game as against a, Iowa State? Exactly, as a player and as a as a competitor, to say that was fun, that was nice, but that's not the end all be all of our season. You still have a lot of goals. Does that just take a lot of leadership? Where, where, how do you handle that inside the locker room to make sure that that isn't the pinnacle of your season?
5: Yeah, I think uh, with all the noise, it can be a challenge, um, the praise. But, you know, if you reflect back to the start of the season when everyone counted us out and we counted ourselves in, now everyone's starting to count us in. Like, we're just staying consistent with um, who's in this inner circle and trusting in one another. And we had goals that were bigger than just – obviously, that was a huge game for the program and, and for BYU basketball But we have even bigger goals than that for this year. And so we're just staying present, um, taking it one game at a time. And that's kind of the process is just TCUs um, tomorrow. And then
1: we'll move on to the next game after that and let the results take care of themselves. Your coach would be very proud of you with that answer. That was a very good coach speak right Good job, Dallin. Uh, That was the right way to answer that. You knocked it out of the park, bud. Yep, good stuff, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Dallin. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we look forward to catching up again here real soon. Keep kicking butt,
5: down. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for your time. I appreciate it.
3: We appreciate you.
1: You got it. Dallin Hall right here on 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone.
3: You could look at Dallin's numbers across the board from shooting percentage to rebounds to points year one to year two. You could almost call him Mr. Two because he's added two to pretty much everything. Yeah, Two percent better from the field, two points better a game, two rebounds better a game, two assists better a game. Just across the board, he is about two. And to see his growth, that's why I asked him about the mission, to see his growth, yeah. you know, one from the mission to now year two. He's special. And he's a motor. He's a hustler.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, we need you to come on down. we got a few more of these sandwiches left. They're going quick, but uh, you can come by, grab a bite to eat, and we'll give you the cookies, we'll give you the sandwiches, we'll give you uh, whatever you need to get you squared away. Well, you may even be walking out of here with a bro talk session, as Lexi has been kind enough here at Spa to hook up one of our lucky listeners. They're giving away one of these sessions. All you have to do is put your name in the hopper for a chance to win. And uh, Lexi... Uh, some guy can get their ugly mug cleaned up pretty quick.
6: Ugly mug. I wouldn't call it that.
1: <laughs> uh, that's a
6: little harsh. Some of our <laughs> listeners maybe. But. No, but, uh, yeah, you can win a free uh, treatment of Brotox there. Clean up those wrinkles.
3: Uh, we've had a lot of listeners come through and grab sandwich. Not a ton are entered in, so you've got a really good chance. If you're interested <laughs> in a session of, of Brotox, yep. you got a good chance of winning. All you got to do is come down, enter to win. Uh, you can just grab the sandwich if you're if you're not interested in it. Um, you can grab the sandwich and check it out. You could grab a gift card for your wife there are some great discounts you could check into what the procedures are for you you can do all those things but we've got food and all kinds of things come down and see it I want you to talk about a few of the other procedures that you guys offer here at Spa Trevet
6: sure yeah um, a big one we do is um, hair restoration treatments as well as laser hair removal treatments um, hair restoration treatments being for like receiving hairline and stuff helping regrow back hair and then hair removal Men can do it on the chest, the back.
1: So essentially, get the hair where you want it and get it rid of it where you don't want it.
6: You hit the nail on the head. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> Cause, Cause, Get can, it away from that, that
1: yeah, chest area. So if you're Chewbacca, throw it on the head come on down it.
6: Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if your wife's complaining about the chest hair, then yeah, you can come get it removed. Yeah. Do, do you
3: see quite a few men that come through the spa?
6: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say the majority of it is female as of right now, but we do see quite a few men. Absolutely. Well,
3: what is their most... I guess their greatest point of interest, is it the hair removal? Is it the hair procedure? What is it?
6: It's laser hair removal for Th- sure. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah, That I, it would always interest me. I, I love to come into the spa because I, I like to pamper myself, but I just love seeing my wife come in and be happy and get what she wants. Absolutely. I mean, it makes a big difference. You know, as a guy that's married to a girl that needs some free time, she needs some her time. That's a great thing to do. Just come in and, and get yourself a gift card, yeah. and give it over to your significant other. I, I do want to point out spa You go to spa and they can find all of those procedures, right?
6: Yep, every single one. You can and, book online.
1: And you know the other, you bring up a really good point too, because you know my wife, she's uh, there's a location in Bountiful. She's at that one right now, and she she was telling me she's like, yeah, you know, I went in there, entered in all the info, had the appointment, walked in, boom, it was easy. You guys have really simplified the process to make sure you're in and out of here quickly. You have a great experience, and whether you're man, woman, uh, you can get uh, you get yourself on a pretty good path pretty quick. Uh, there's so many great opportunities, so many great things to choose from. It's amazing what you guys have down here at Spa Truve. We've got the sandwiches, we got the drinks, we got the cookies. Uh, come on by, grab a bite to eat. And we had a, a couple of listeners come in. We said, hey, you know, put your name in the thing for a botox, and they're like, uh, I'm just here for the sandwich. And we're like, okay, look. Even if you don't want the Botox, let me just say, if somebody wins it, can they hand it over to their wife and she gets the Botox? Is that okay?
6: Yeah, sure thing.
1: I mean, we want... Wife can win it. Happy
6: wife, happy life.
1: Exactly. We want you as a dude to get the Botox. But for whatever reason, if the needles are scaring you, don't be a little baby about it. But if for whatever reason you think you're too manly to get Botox, fine. Give it to your wife. Give it to your wife. Mm -hmm. Either way, we just want somebody walking away with this thing.
3: It's a great gift. That's Spot Trevay in Orem. Come see us, grab the food, enter to win the Bro Talks and and come say hi to us.
1: 295 East University Parkway in Orem. Again, 295 East University Parkway. Free food, free cookies, free candy, and a chance for you to win some Botox as well for either you or the missus right here on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. <laughs>
0: You need to see this jazz team up close and in person. Oh, that was filthy. Listen all day every Tuesday for your chance to win jazz tickets. As the Zone will give away jazz tickets at 30 past the hour every hour all day long. It's Jazz Ticket Tuesday. Every Tuesday all season long presented by UCCU. Love where you back and on your exclusive home of the Utah Jazz. <laughs> 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. It's time to saddle up and talk about the winners and the losers. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, here's the good.
1: It is your good, the bad, the ugly right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans and Scotty. Tell you what, some of the good is we're handing out sandwiches here at uh, Spa Trevay. Come on by, grab yourself a bite to eat. We've got the cookies, we've got the candy. Uh, we can give you a little bottle of water, too. And you get a chance to walk out of here with some free Botox.
3: Yeah, we, this is a Hanson and Scotty show first, giving away a free Botox session courtesy of Spa Treve. They've decided to give it away. So all you got to do is come in and enter your name. And I'm going to tell you, we've probably had, uh, what, maybe 18, 20 listeners come by today, Scotty. Yeah, somewhere they've, on there. They've got yeah. their sandwiches. Uh, we've only got a couple that have actually entered for the for the bro Talks. so come in get your sandwich grab yourself a cookie grab a water uh, look lunch on lunch on us but then we're giving away the bro Talks session you just got to enter to win
1: so all you have to do is come on by we are live again in orem there's a lot of these great locations up and down the wasatch front but uh the one we're at and the one we're giving away the uh, botox at is here in orem 295 east university parkway that's 295 east University Parkway all right let's get to the good hands uh Joel Embiid obviously dealing with the injury met with the media for the first time since suffering that knee injury says that he hopes and plans on returning sometime before the season's over he said everything has to be right as far as getting healthy and getting where I need to be but that's the plan I want to get out there and was asked, well, what if, uh, you know, the, your your team record-wise isn't where they need to be? Will that have any impact whatsoever? He goes, I just want to be with my guys. I just want to help our team win. I don't care what our record is when Jeez. I come back. I just plan on coming back and helping out however I can.
3: The, the, the more I hear from that guy, the more I like him. Dude's a worker. And he is a gamer. But Philly is in a nosedive without him. Philly has just started into a nosedive without him. Yeah. Um, right now they're thirty-three and twenty-five. They're on a two. They're on a two-game losing streak. But when he was on the court, probably the second best team in the East. Yeah. Conversation for being the first
1: team in the East. Yep. So, I think that uh, you would be hard pressed to, like, he just he seems like. He seems like he just has a certain level of toughness more than a lot of other guys in the NBA. Joel. And and I I don't know. Like, I, I respect that dude a little bit more than I do a lot of the other guys around the league. But let's see if he backs it up. Because I think saying it is one thing. What did they say the
3: timeline up. was?
1: Uh, they did not. Uh, let's see. Uh, February 6th is when they announced that they were shutting him down for Uh, an extended amount of time, and that they did not put a return date on it. Hmm. But we'll see. I don't know. What do you think? You think he comes back?
3: Well, I think you're dealing with meniscus, and I think those are painful, and I think in the future he's going to probably deal with arthritis because this is his, I think, third such injury. And he's looking at potentially shortening his career if he doesn't get the procedure done right and take the time to rehab it. I don't know. I wish I knew the severity yeah. of the damage to the meniscus because it, that's just something you've got to be really careful and patient with. Because if it splits or tears or frays again, then you're just, you're just right back in it.
1: Yep, yep. All right, Hans and Scotty, there's your good. Let's get to the bad.
0: Now the bad.
3: So, Caleb Williams... USC quarterback, regarded potentially as the number one overall draft pick in the 2024 NFL draft. He is attending the Combine, but he is not going to go through any of the medical procedures. And what I was reading is that this is the first such situation of its kind. I guess nobody turns down the medical procedures, the medical checks. Yeah.
1: Why would you do that if you're not trying to hide something?
3: Well, he said because he doesn't want to waste his time. He said it's redundant because I'll do it here, and then the teams that I go out that are, are potentially drafting me, I've got to do it there. So essentially, Scotty, what he said was, well, in fact, I'll read you the quote. He said, for the medical stuff, I'll be doing the medical stuff, just not here in Indy. I'll be doing it at the team interviews. You know, not 32 teams can draft me. There's only really one for me. So the teams that I go to for my visits, those teams will have the medicals. And that's going to be it. Hmm. So he is slotting himself as the number one overall pick, and he is thinking to himself, I'll let them clear me medically, and I don't need really anybody else to say I'm okay to go. But to your point any time you deny medical clearance through the combine, you're basically saying I'm not medically cleared.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and I look, there's, there's only going to be maybe two or three of those guys every year that has the leverage. And sometimes there's only one guy that has that leverage. Um, Caleb apparently thinks like he has that leverage. Um, I just think I'm just trying to crawl inside the brain of the chicago bear gm and think do i want to draft this guy and trade justin fields or do i want to keep justin fields and draft you know at another position that would work for me Hmm.
3: i'm not drafting this guy but that's that's just my opinion we've just seen too much scotty going back a couple years ago
1: (laughs) i would keep justin fields
3: He is a high maintenance guy yeah caleb williams is going to be high maintenance so if you want to deal with high maintenance, maybe he gives you high performance. He does have a particular care factor that I love. People got after him for crying in his mom's arms when they lost a big game and he jumped up in the stands and she covered his head with a big piece of cardboard and, and he cried and they they were making fun of I It does show to me that he's got a high care factor, as long as he's not faking it. But you can tell it means something to
1: him. Yeah. I just uh... – I'm really having a hard time trying to figure out what I would do there I, because the ceiling looks like it's through the – I mean, it, like the. it's just incredible what this the physical skill set he has. So
3: this is my prediction for him. And by the way, I hope the best for him. I really
1: do. I do I, too. I,
3: I hope he has a wonderful career because you just want good things for people. But from what I've seen and what I would expect or, or think would happen for Caleb Williams, we'll see flashes of greatness. We'll see moments of – You know, big play, big throws, big moments. But eventually the physicality and the demand and the weight of the league will bear down on him, and he will not hit the eventual peak that you would think. Yeah. Now, he could come in and prove me totally wrong, but I just have watched him be so high maintenance that at some point the high maintenance stops. Yeah. And you've got to play football. And you've got to take hits. And you gotta, you got to be gritty.
1: Yeah. I just go back to, and again, this isn't fair. I shouldn't even bring it up on the air. But it just, for some reason, it has just stuck with me. And I was not at Pac-12 Media Day last year. But two years ago, when you and I are sitting down, and he comes in with a suit that costs more than our vehicles combined. And he's got a handler and a PR person on each side of him and he's giving these vanilla answers and looking over at the PR person and she's like giving a nod like good answer good answer Caleb and it's just like what 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 is this what is it? you're a sophomore in college like well,
3: well, yeah and you remember some of his comments at this year's Pac12 or last football season's Pac12 media day he's it was the same he had the same handlers and it was just very arrogant which which fine, man. I get it. You gotta have ego. You gotta have some arrogance. I
1: it wasn't to me the ego, like we've talked to a lot of players that had ego. To me, the thing that really stuck out to me is it was all just such it had this Carlos Boozer kind of prepackaged plastic feel to it. Yeah. And it's just like it was all designed and scripted and presented and just and just pasteurized and just like here, this is not Caleb Williams, the player and the football player, but Caleb Williams, the media marketing entity. And it's like, if you're thinking of that right now, what's that going to be like when you have the number one overall pick and you're being paid tens of millions of dollars? Well,
3: yeah. When you have $45 million sitting in an account.
1: Yeah. How how do you
3: do you keep on the grind or do you say, oh, well, it just seems like an athlete that that's going to fizzle out to me. Yeah. I, he could prove me wrong, and I really do hope he proves me I, I do wrong. too. I, have I no do too. No problem with it, but and and maybe it's bad to draw those those kinds of conclusions. But I've just seen a lot of guys like him, and it doesn't work out. So, but he's probably going to be the number one overall pick because he's built himself into
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. There's your bad. Let's
0: get to the ugly. And of course, the ugly.
3: Well. The uh, the video of this has been shut down, so I couldn't find it anywhere. I don't even know if I want to find it, but Cristiano Ronaldo has been suspended for a match for making offensive gestures during a Saudi Arabian League game while he was playing for Al Nassar in the Saudi Pro League. I don't know exactly what he did. I don't know how bad it is. the The descriptor on this was it was a it was a sexually offensive gesture that he did he claims that it is a traditional celebration and that he wasn't focusing it at any fan base or anybody in particular that it was just kind of a celebration move but what, but what it was was a pretty ugly gesture that he's going to be serving a full game suspension for so not good But how does the video of this not get released? I
1: I just. Have you seen this anymore? I've not seen the video. I tried to find the video. uh, And there are certain guys that have a certain amount of power that can just make things go away somehow. And Ronaldo's apparently that guy.
3: He's going to have to pay a $5,300 fine to Oh, oh,
1: that's going to hurt.
3: It's going to be covering the the cost of the club that's filing the complaint
2: if it was that and bad, I would think you'd be able to find it. Like, why have can't you? Have you
3: seen it? it, Lloyd? I haven't
2: seen it. I just There's know. I just know the Portuguese typically don't lie.
1: <laughs> if you <laughs> the Portuguese, if you spend enough in Saudi Arabia, I know with Cristiano enough,
2: Ronaldo's Portuguese.
1: Oh, if you spend enough money and you have a marketing firm and and you have enough people, they can make a lot of things disappear. Wait, I mean, like, go back. Remember uh, when Zach Wilson on that golf thing made a couple of jokes that? Oh yeah, G- go try to find that. Yeah, I'm serious. Go it. try to find it. Like and again, like I'm not. It was a rough video. I'm I not, saw it. I'm not burying Zach. I know we saw it came out immediately and it was out there, and then all of a sudden it just. Whoo, Went away. Very immature. And again, it's immature. Like we, I, and I'm not. By the way, I'm not ripping Zach for it. But like things go away. When we're 20, 21, 22 years old, you say things to try to get a laugh out of people, and you're gonna miss. Like I'm not in any way, shape, or form holding that against him. If people knew some of the jokes I was saying at that age, they'd be horrified too. Like it is what it is. But he has the. He had somehow, some way, whether it was the Jets or him or his agent or whatever, that thing is gone from the internet absolutely gone all right Hans and Scotty coming up next another edition of whole world news it's all straight ahead right here on 975 the KSL sports zone This
0: is, this is DJ and PK. RSL head coach Pablo Mastroni. For you, as
3: you have messages to deliver to the team, is it more effective to use profanity
0: to the team in English or Spanish?
5: The Spanish guys say I use a lot of profanity. Spanish was my first language. We moved to the States when I was four. I grew up in a family of butchers, and we owned a butcher shop in Argentina, and it was all the guys working in the butcher shop. So I learned all the bad words, and I would (laughs) always say it. The guys would laugh, and all the women in the family would always be like this Lush. is ridiculous it's so funny because i rarely use <laughs> profanity in english and, and the only time i ever use it is to really make a point of right. the, uh, emphasis but in spanish apparently i use it all the time without oh, yeah. even knowing because oh. that's the way i was <laughs> 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 i and love it
0: catch dj and pk mornings from six to ten presented by murdoch hyundai Number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. It's time to span the globe for the hard-hitting news you care about. Well, not really, but hey, at least we found it interesting. This is Whole World News on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. We've got the whole world in our hands.
1: Hands and Scotty, 97.5, DKSL Sports Zone. It is time for another edition of Whole World News. Hands where we span the globe to at least find something that interests us.
3: Well, this one interested me because of how extreme the individual went in this situation. Yeah. So, this hardcore band, it's named La Lorna, and it's heavy metal. I wouldn't listen to it, I didn't mind it. It's, it's not bad. Their lead singer, I think, is probably the best piece of it. His name's Diego. Yeah. They just booted him out of the band.
1: Oh, man, they kicked him out of the band? Yeah.
3: So apparently the singer, Diego, was obsessed with the bassist. His name is Six. He was obsessed with Six's fiance.
1: Oh, boy, a little love triangle. So That'll end a band in a hurry.
3: So Diego came up with a very unorthodox way of trying to, what, cut in on that relationship so he could then have a relationship with the fiancé. So the band released this, because they, they fired Diego, and then they released this statement. We have decided to part ways with our vocalist, Diego, due to his admission of a very disturbing and concerning behavior towards one of our other band members and their partner. He has admitted to being obsessed with said partner and has been attempting to sabotage their relationship by cutting pre-workout he frequently gifts from his job with high amounts of estrogen. Wait, what? (laughs) He's been putting estrogen in the pre-workout that he's been giving to the bassist.
1: Oh, wow.
3: He, he has been attempting to force a transition onto him for the last five months in hopes that it would give him the opportunity to swoop in once he looked stronger and more manly in comparison
1: to the basis. Where are these guys from again? Uh, th- from here. Oh, that's an American man. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: This tampering has caused confusion and thousands of dollars in medical bills the past two months trying to figure out what was going on with six. We would not know any of this unless Diego hadn't gotten way too intoxicated and outed himself and then stated an admission to all of this via text during this intoxication. There are many more disgusting details that have been been left out for the sake of privacy and general censorship. Diego was giving this guy protein and pre-workout and was putting estrogen in it in an attempt to make him m- more feminine, so that he could then come in and look strong for the fiance, like, I-, I can understand to an extent,
1: like what he was. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Don't. Let's not be condoning this.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
1: They need to was do it? a re-release of Jesse's Girl, though. I mean. <laughs>
3: Could
2: you imagine? Wasn't there a time for a little there for a little bit where Aj was trying to uh, sabotage you so he could take over the play-by-play?
1: Oh, it's ongoing. Okay, it is <laughs> ongoing. I just wanted to make no, sure. No, no, like
2: – Okay, that's what I thought. Ajay, I thought I was still – Here's playing.
1: the thing. Ajay will bring to a game, and, and it's actually been a little source of contention on my part because, you know, I'm trying to, you know – make some better life choices but he will bring so much snacks and food to football games so much so that we can't keep a and Dave Fox and and Frank Dolce out of our booth and that led to a, another issue we had to deal with you know because those guys if you free food Those three are gonna just raid the heck out of it. Yeah. So we're trying to do our broadcast and and we have all these people coming in because we know they know that Ajay's brought in all this food and they want to eat all of our food. And I'm like, I'm not eating it. So just get rid of it. And Ajay's like, Well, people expect it. I'm like, No. And so but so there's that reason I don't touch it. And then the other reason I'm fairly certain he's trying to poison me. So that so that either I get really sick or I'm no longer on the planet and then he can just swoop in and take the job. So, yes, Lloyd, I think the process is ongoing here.
3: Well, just keep having Frank Roger, see that, yeah,
1: that on off button. Yeah.
3: <laughs> just keep having Frank, Do- Frank Dolce eat a couple of pieces before you eat anything.
1: Yeah. Like, hey, Frank, I'm going to need you to eat that peanut butter cup. Oh, you're still alive? Okay. I think we're good now. Is this one of the crazier? Oh, that's that's that that is that that's insane, yeah.
3: So they fired the lead singer of the band. It is i mean, it's a hardcore band. It's actually pretty good though. I liked it. I listened to some of it this morning when I was going through this story.
1: La Lorna. What was the name yeah. of the band?
2: Yeah. It's a hardcore band as in like rock, like hardcore La. like Metallica. La Lorona.
1: Or L. I guess it's La now, huh? Uh you know, the male, female, la, L. La. <laughs> is it,
3: That's what they're going by now? Yeah. I guess la, la, Rona. Go listen to some la, of the music. La, 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 la Rona. You, you're just not going to get the lead singer, Diego, anymore.
1: Well, sorry, Diego. You're done now. All right. Lexi's hanging out with us. We are live here at Spa Trouvé. We got your food. We got your lunch. And we got a chance for you to be a hero. And uh, whether you want to improve yourself or you want to give that Botox to somebody else, Lexi has been kind enough to hand out a free Botox session to one of our lucky listeners right now. And we've had a couple listeners come in and they'll grab the food and they're like, all right, I got some lunch in me. And they may even get a gift card. And they're like, well, hey, grab the Botox or enter to win. And they're like, uh. <laughs> it, it makes them nervous for some reason. Kind of talk us through if you're a guy out there and you think Botox, you think women, what can it do for a guy? How can it help improve their life?
6: Sure, yeah. So, basically, uh, the same thing. Botox works works the same for male and female. But, uh, I mean, once we hit, like, a raw age of 20, we start losing natural collagen that our skin would produce. And so, once you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s or so, you start to get these natural deepened lines that just won't Seem to go away. So, Botox or Brotox, um, you can put it in your forehead, around your eyes, and it will just smoothen out your skin. So,
3: well, I think Scotty and I, uh, no, look, we really do love taking care of our wives, but we kind of started into this venture with Spot Trevet to let men know that it's okay to take care of themselves too. Absolutely. And I know that age starts to sit on you a little bit, and you start to feel a little bit more saggy in the face, or you don't feel as tight as where you've normally felt, and you're getting weird hair in places you didn't used to get weird hair, really? and and it's okay to come into a spa like Spa Treve and take good care of yourself if you're a guy. In fact, it's it's encouraged.
6: Yeah, to do absolutely. That. I mean, there's like a saying that's like, you look good, you feel good, right? You play good.
1: Yeah.
3: So,
6: I mean, whether that's for your wife or yourself, I mean, it's really good.
1: Well, and the other thing, too, is you can take care of yourself. You can also go down and come down to any of these locations or go online at SpotTruve and just get a gift card and give it to your wife and say, hey, look, you know, whatever you want, it's on me. Just go crazy. And she will love you for oh, it. Oh, she'll thank you for that. Because we did it for we were here before Valentine's Day. But, and, and so she's kind of expecting something of Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and those kind of things. But how about middle of March? Be like, hey, you know what? Here's 150 bucks, you know, or whatever. You know, just go down and, and treat yourself.
6: Go treat yourself.
1: And she's going to love that.
6: Yep.
3: Um, Spotreve.com, best mm-hmm. place for you to go. You can shop and you can book.
6: Yep, correct.
3: Spotreve.com. And there are six locations, and they're great. This is the original This was the first. Orham's the original. See, I've got a good number.
6: Utah. Yep, there you go. We
3: are in the original, and that's why we got the sandwiches, and we're giving you some food, so come down and grab a sandwich. But this is the original, but then they built out by Scotty and Bountiful, built out by me in Saratoga Springs, built all the way down in St. George, so we got locations in St. George to get your procedures. Beautiful, big building in Draper. Yep. Uh, That's the one that we broadcast from last time, so... There are locations all across the Wasatch Front and down into St. George, six to be total, that make it really convenient for you. Mm -hmm. SpaTruve.com. Come in, enter to win the Brotox. But more importantly, make sure we don't take a single sandwich home with us. Like, come in, clean them out. Don't pay for lunch. Yeah, don't pay for lunch. We are still packed. We've had probably 20, 25 guys come in. We're still packed with sandwiches. So come get one.
1: It's all right here at Spa the Orem location. And it's really easy to find. All you have to do is just come down University Parkway, say hi. We'll get you squared away with the uh, free sandwiches. Spa Truve, two ninety-five East University Parkway, right across the uh, parking lot from Best Buy and Office Depot, and uh, grab yourself some lunch. We even have the cookies available, and uh, and let's get you taken care of. Enter to win that free uh, Botox session right here on 97.5 5 EKSL Sports Zone.
6: Number
0: one miss any part of the show. Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hans and Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at KSLsports.com. This is Hans olsen and Scotty G on 975, the KSL Sports Zone.
1: Hans Olson, Scott Gerard 975, DKSL Sports Zone. Happy Friday, everybody.
3: Man, we are still loaded, Scotty. Ooh,
1: we still got we still got a few.
3: Yeah. We still have ham, we've got the original Vito. but we got Jimmy John sandwiches coming out of our nose down here. Uh, big thanks to Spa Treve for setting us up. And so we've got lunch covered. Don't go by lunch. I know you're driving you're going to probably stop at a convenience store or something and grab something yeah. quick.
1: Don't get that Bahama Mama. Get this get this get a, get a good sandwich in you.
3: Come down here grab the sandwich. We have got the fixings. We got mayo, mustard and you can pick from one of four different sandwiches, the Pepe, the Big John, the Turkey Tom, the Vito.
1: What's your uh, what's your sandwich of choice? The Big John. Yeah. It's yeah.
3: my favorite that they is offer. Is
1: that the one with turkey?
3: It's turkey and roast beef. Yeah, yep. And it's got the provolone and it is delightful. So we we've got it. Come down. And we've also got the Jimmy John's Big Cookies that we're giving away. So big thanks to Spa Treve. Please don't let us walk home with any of this. Also, entering to win the Brotox. And if you don't know what Brotox is, we've been talking about it throughout the day. Come learn what Brotox is. It can do you a lot of good. Cookies, sandwich. It's a Friday. Don't go back to your employer. No. Don't go back to work.
1: Come no, here. don't go. Nobody want. Look, they don't want to see your face. You don't want to see theirs. Just say you got a lot. You got, you know. Look, we get. We got a few salespeople and former salespeople in in the room right now. They know what goes on. Like you say, like, hey, I gotta, I gotta, I I got an appointment in Utah County. I gotta to go to. Uh, I'm gonna probably be out the rest of the day. Everybody knows you're full of baloney. Everybody knows you're full of it. You want to leave early. They want you to leave early. Just come down here, grab yourself a sandwich. We got lunch, and then, you know, maybe go hit a movie on the way home or there something like that, you know, whatever. It's a Friday. Take care of yourself.
3: That's why we're, we're here at the spa, teaching yep. how to take care of yourself. Treat yourself. It starts by not going back to work but coming and getting a sandwich.
1: Exactly. All right, Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Zone. Uh, you had a chance to chat with Aaron Roderick. Before we do that, though, we need to give away some RSL tickets. Call number 12 right now, 801-575-ZONE. That's 801-575-ZONE, and we will hook you up with some tickets. All you have to do is be calling number 12 right now at 801-575-ZONE. You'll see Real Salt Lake against LAFC coming up tomorrow at America First Field. Let's get it going.
3: So I went down to the opening day of spring ball for BYU yesterday. And I actually like to get a jump on these things. I'll head down to Utah's spring ball opening when they're out there. I'm going to see if I can grab Andy Ludwig and do the same with Andy. But I'm most interested in the BYU quarterback situation. I think that's the biggest story.
1: I think everybody is, yeah.
3: BYU's got to figure out what their quarterback situation is. If Jake Retzloff is the guy, fine. If it's Gary Bohannon, fine. If it's Cade Finnegan, you got to figure that out. Or Billups or Ryder Burton, the the kid that they signed last year, they got a new true freshman Noah Lugo, who's in the quarterback room, six foot, two hundred eighty five pound kid. He's a Texas quarterback, so they've got a lot to figure out, Scotty, a lot to figure out with the quarterbacks. So I caught up with Aaron Roderick, and man, I I just started by. Chatting about what year this is for him before we got into the quarterback conversation.
4: Um, gosh, is this year six or seven for me. Um, I've lost track already, but been here a minute. Yeah, I mean, it's just Groundhog Day, man. You just keep rolling. I can't even believe
3: that I'm standing on a football field. What are we, February 29th? Yeah. And back in spring ball, do you like kind of the early start? Because you do. guys have run the the range where you've been,
4: right? Yeah, I like the early start. I mean. Um, we didn't, you know, we didn't have the season we wanted to last year, and so it's nice to get back on the field as soon as possible and start correcting your, you know, correcting your issues, and so I think everybody was eager to get going, and so I, I like the way the calendar falls for us this year, and then the other positive is, you know, if you get anybody nicked up in spring ball, they have more time to get healthy for the season, and so, you know, inevitably there's going to be a few little things in spring, and, and uh, Earlier you go, the more time you have to get those guys back for, for the season. Oh, what percentage of the roster would you would you say you have here for spring ball? Uh, most of it, because we didn't really, especially on offense, we didn't really lose anyone. I mean, we, we, um, I think it's a real. Uh, Testament to how our players feel about Kalani and about our program that we we didn't really have anyone transfer on offense we we had Aiden Robbins turn pro and Kingsley's gonna uh, turn pro and Everybody else came back and so offensively we didn't sign very many players because our roster was pretty full and so Uh, We're still looking to maybe add a couple guys after spring ball, but it won't be much. Most of our team is here right now and ready to play. So you had some quarterback questions, depth, and and what you needed to do. You jumped in the
3: portal. You got Bohannon. um, You did some work with some high school kids. Kind of
4: take me through your confidence level and and what you've put together for your quarterback room. Well, first of all, the room is pretty full, and uh, that's by design. When Kalani hired me, he told me to keep that room full and competitive and Thank <laughs> you and the cream will always rise to the top, so that's what we're doing. We're trying to find the best QBs we can get. And um, and then as far as the portal goes, we were not dead set on signing a portal quarterback. Um, we thought if, if the right guy comes along, we'll take a look at him, but it wasn't it wasn't like a super high priority, but we just thought Gary was a great fit. Um, Matt Mitchell had a relationship with him at Baylor. I got to know Gary two years ago when we recruited him. Uh, we, we recruited him when we left Baylor. To, we wanted him to come and back up uh, Jerry in Hall and uh, got to know him a little bit during that time. He decided to go to South Florida, but I was super impressed with him at the time. He uh, has a Big 12 championship under his belt. Uh, he did not ask for anything. He didn't ask for any NIL money. He didn't ask for any promises. He just said, I want to be a part of this team, and I want to compete. He had played against us twice as a player, so he knew a lot about BYU football and, and just felt said he, he it looked like a team that likes to play the game, and he wanted to be here, so we thought he was a good fit. So do you
3: just kind of roll the quarterback names out, put them on a table, and and let it play out, or do you do you list them? Do you do you do you have a starter in mind? How do you divvy up reps?
4: Kind of this, I mean, we're talking early. I mean, first day of spring today, ball. But. Today, today, um, Jake and Gary split the split the reps with the ones and twos uh, evenly, and then um, we got Trace and Bourget and Cade Fennigan in there for, with some reps for the threes, and um, and then we'll find some. We're gonna get Ryder Burton in there as well, moving forward. Um, It'll it'll change a little bit each day, but it's mainly right now a competition between Jake and Gary for the starting job. And then you talked about losing Kingsley, so Matea,
3: that will be a tough one, a tough play a tough position to replace but there were times where Kingsley wasn't on the road or wasn't available and so you've you've had to already make some adjustments with guys you still have available right?
4: Yeah and um, we're really excited to have Braden Kime back I thought Braden Kime played his best football at the end of last season. Like the last last uh, three, four games of the year, he played really well. And then uh, I don't know if, how many fans noticed, but Caleb Etienne played a great game at Oklahoma State, the final game of the season. After having some struggles early in the year, um, he got benched, he changed positions, then he went back to tackle. You know, he had a tough year, and, and uh, credit to him, he's a really high-character kid. He, he never hung his head, he never blamed anybody, he just kept working to get better. And then when he got his chance to play against Oklahoma State, he had a really good game. And, uh, man, he looks like a completely different player this year. Just his confidence, his knowledge of the offense, um, He's I'm, I'm, I'm excited about you know, just his improvement and looking forward to him. So there's a couple of good tackles there. And then um, I thought uh, today uh, Trevin Osler had a good practice from, uh, from Bountiful. He's a super athlete, made a couple of good plays. And then your running back room, uh,
3: Martin blew up on the scene. And, yeah. you know, you always look at your second year running backs and expect a certain amount of growth and development and improvement. What have you seen from uh, Martin from when he left? at the end of last
4: year to now returning to spring, his growth and what you expect of him? Just physically, his body has changed. I mean, he was already, he, he got here as a freshman that was ready to play physically, and now this year he looks like a veteran player. He's, he's big and strong and has really, really developed uh, his body and then uh, he's playing really fast because he knows the offense so well now after after playing a full season and so he's operating like like a junior or senior you know uh, just he's a really smart kid and then um, super excited to have Miles Davis back and and uh, we've got Hinkley Rapaki coming back um, he's still you know a little hobbled this spring so we're going to be really smart with him but we'll have him by fall and then uh, Pokai Wonga from View High School is a freshman that had a good practice today. I mean, he's got a long way to go, but he's showing something. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of new hires on
3: your offensive team. Just yep. talk about uh, Coach Woods and talk about what you're
4: doing with your tight ends. Yeah, uh, Coach Woods, TJ Woods, I've known him a long time. This, this is the first time I've coached with him, but I um, know a lot of guys who have worked with him and everybody uh, you know that's ever worked with him has said great things about him, and yeah, I've been very impressed with him so far. And then Kevin Gilbride, we were really fortunate to get him. He's been... an NFL guy? He's been coaching tight ends in the NFL for a long time, um, and he was a freshman quarterback here my senior year, and we, be, we became friends that year. Uh, he was just here one year and then transferred to Hawaii, and then after after uh, finishing his college career, he basically has been in the NFL for most of his coaching career. And um, we, were, we were fortunate to get him. He's doing a really good job. Well, he... This this still fun to you? You're still
3: having a blast doing this thing? Love it, having a blast. I mean, this is this is the best. Uh, I, I feel like when I was started into radio, you started into coaching. We were just kids. Yeah. And it's like
4: when we're sitting here. We got kids in college, and okay. got it. <laughs> I'm yeah, losing my hair. It's it's a it's a hard job and it's serious business. But I mean, why would you why would you, why would you keep doing it if you, if you don't like it? I love it. I love being out here with these players. I love watching them develop and improve. I love uh, the, the relationships you develop with, you know, with your teammates and your coaches and all that stuff is, is uh, you know, it's really special and I'm, I'm fortunate to be a part of this program. You can't get that anywhere else, man. No, F- it's football's unique it that is, way. And college football in particular. Yeah, and college that's football. That's one thing we try to remind these guys and we, we have NFL players come back and tell our guys like, yeah. hey, the NFL is great, but there's something special. You make the best friends of your life and the relationships that last a lifetime playing college football.
1: So there you go. Great conversation. Hands able to sit down, and um, I know observation period is pretty limited down there. But anything you are able to glean from what you saw?
3: Well, nothing. No, not, nothing really out of the, the first day of spring ball. You know, how it is Scotty. Oh yeah. Um, outside of just seeing the personnel out there, like I saw Jack Kelly out there, the edge rusher that's coming out of Weber State that I think BYU's putting a lot of weight on. They need whatever that was that thirteen, fourteen sack season out of a kid like Jack. They need more speed, more pass rush specialties, and he's maybe the kid that can do it. Uh, did get to see uh, a little bit of Gary Bahannon. He was, uh, as Aaron Roderick just mentioned, he was rotating starting reps with Jake Retzloff, so they were going back and forth. Got to see a little bit of that. Uh, I, did, I did get to see Caleb Etienne, and he is definitely – definitely more slim oh okay oh he's in better shape uh, I don't know how much weight he's lost but he's got to be close to 50 pounds lighter than last time I saw him wow yeah so I think that that's a really good thing because he's going to need to step up and play good but I do think that there's some other offensive linemen in there um, I think Jake Icorn, the Weber State transfer I think he's a kid everybody should keep their eye on and I think there's probably three or four other guys Saw Chris Hoke's son
1: okay, that's back
3: from his mission, Nathan Hoke. And he looks big. He's jacked. uh, Playing the linebacker position. Um, L.J. Martin was out there taking the bulk of the carries that we got to see. He's still extremely fast. He looks good. You know, those are some of the basic observations. And then we talked about Gary Anderson in the starter. And Gary's out there with his BYU gear on and he's committed to helping some of the coaches that he's built, some of the coaches that he's hired, some of the coaches that he's helped develop and he's out there helping the kids and he just can't stay away from it. No. He can't stay away from the game The g- and the game needs him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're a better team if you got Gary Anderson with some eyes on your guys and helping you out. You just are. There's too much football knowledge, too much football insight, uh, that's a man that needs to be helping out in some way, shape, or form. Some staff up and down the lost edge front.
3: Scotty, I just really hope they find something in one of these quarterbacks that is unique. Yeah. Yep. Be- because we've gone through the quarterbacks that you're going to see in Big 12 play, including Shadur Sanders, Noah Fafita with Arizona. Yes. Cam Rising, Jalen Daniels. K.J. Jefferson, um, Garrett Green with West Virginia, who was spectacular times last year, Rocco Beck, the Iowa State quarterback, um, and the list goes on. There's There are plenty of really good quarterbacks oh, yeah. that oh, you're yeah. going to see, and you've got to match quarterback play.
1: Yep, you got to be able to go toe-for-toe. Toe.
3: I've had a lot of people ask me about Jake Retzloff and what I saw in the four games. He went 0-4 and, and couldn't find a win there to end, and... I know, like, I don't have any real deep emotional connection. There's no reason that that pick six on the half yard line against Oklahoma should flash in my mind as much as it does. But it does because because it's just, it's football. And BYU had Oklahoma. Retzloff had Oklahoma at home. He, He had Oklahoma State on the road. They just couldn't close out. So I think that they look at those two games with a ranked Oklahoma team and then an Oklahoma State team that was really tough on the road, and I think they look at those last two games and they're like, he was so close. He's a pick six away on the half-yard line from beating an Oklahoma team in LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Yeah. So they've got things that they hold on to, but we can't forget that Gary Bohannon did win a Big 12 championship. So he just has been out of football for a year rehabbing an injury but like you heard Aaron Roderick say said one of the most impressive things with Gary was he didn't ask for nothing he didn't want NIL stuff he didn't he wasn't concerned about hey you're going to start or here's the reps we're going to give you he just wanted to come in and be a part of this system the program and he played against BYU twice so he kind of had an idea of what BYU is about
1: all right, Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. Courtney's hanging out with us, uh, and, and we've had a chance to chat with you before, Courtney, when we were up there in Draper. Um, what yes. you've built here is just fantastic. Thank and this you. is this, this is the OG, right?
3: This, this is the is original? This is the OG,
7: yes. Been here since 2011.
1: This will bring
3: back a lot of, uh, probably a lot of memories when you were just getting started.
7: Oh, yeah. Home is where your heart is, and my heart is always in Orem.
3: <laughs> well, we love being here, and we want our listeners to come by. You're feeding them. You got Jimmy John's sandwiches out here. Delicious, yes. Yeah. So come grab some Jimmy John's, and we got Jimmy John cookies, and we got plenty. So yes. come, come grab them and grab something to eat. You're also giving away B- Brotox.
7: Yes, Brotox.
3: Well, that's what Scotty and I really want to do. We want to help our listeners understand that the guys need spot treatments too.
7: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we do have a lot of men that come in. You'd be surprised the number of men that we see. But Botox is so awesome because when it's done right, no one can tell that it's been done. And I don't know if you know a lot about Botox, but what Botox does is it prevents the release of acetylcholine. Which causes muscle contraction, so it just softens those lines. Your muscles just simply can't contract, and that's that's all it is and all it really does. So it takes years off your face. It takes years a off your procedure. face. Major procedure. Yeah, it lasts three or four months, and like I said, yeah. when done the right way, no one knows that you have it done. You just can't see the lines.
1: Well, and I think that's that's the biggest part there too, because I think guys and women, you know, they'll see. Horror stories on, you know, of, of you know, Kenny Rogers looks like his face <laughs> is all stretched apart. And that's apart.
7: surgery. I, yes. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but
1: but they put those two things right. together, and they think, oh, yes. that's somebody's messing with my face. I'm gonna look like you yeah. know some weird freaking nature. And yes, but the thing is, this isn't surgery. Nope. It's just a quick injection. It just, as you mentioned, softens up those lines and adds a few. Uh, you know, you know, it takes a few years off your life.
7: Yeah, on some men. I mean, there's a few in my life. Get a little woozy with needles, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can be a common thing. This is so easy. It is less than 10 minutes. Like I think when people think Botox, there's a lot of uncertainty. It's a tiny, tiny little insulin syringe needle. You cannot feel it. I mean, there is no pain associated with this. It is quick. It is simple, 10 minutes or less, you're in and out. You know, contraindications, you might bruise a little bit. It is rare. I have never bruised personally with Botox, but it can happen. Uh, but after five to seven days, it is fully kicked in, and you're good for four months. Mm.
3: Spa Treve. it's really just all around, whether you're taking care of your wife and getting her the spa procedures that she loves, or it's taking care of yourself. Maybe you want some laser hair removal, or maybe you need to add some hair. They offer all of those procedures. You can find them at spotreve.com. That's really what I want to send them, Courtney. Just get to spotreve.com. Yep. They can find the pricing, and they can also book appointments. Yes. They could buy their gift cards for their wives. They could buy the gift cards for themselves. And you guys have some great discount offerings.
7: Oh, my gosh. It is our annual spring event. We only do deals like this twice a year in March and then for Blackout Month in November. That's it. That's it. So it's I relate it to for the women the Anniversary Nordstrom Anniversary Sale. It's very similar. It's the big one. (laughs) It's the big one, you don't wanna miss it. So 60% off laser hair removal, 30% off a bundle of three for skincare services, 15% off products, 20% off botox for everyone and we're giving a free treatment of botox when you buy a filler. So that can be lip filler or cheek filler or jawlines are really popular right now. Free botox. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Uh one thing I did want to bring up too and I know a lot of people are using this and it's been wildly successful for a lot of people. Um you have the uh, weight loss consultation, the uh And I, 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 semi glutide, semi
7: glutide, yeah,
1: glutide. I, 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 I've, I've known a lot of people that have had a lot of success with that. You've got some opportunities there with that as well.
7: Oh, absolutely. Yep. And we do terzepatide as well. That one is on the rage right now, really, really popular. It's similar, but it does seem to work a little bit faster for most people. But free consultations for semi glutide or terzepatide. So
3: that's, you know, for our listeners, that's something that they're hearing in the office and they're seeing guys lose weight and they're saying oh it's the shot that's yes. what we're talking about
7: yes it's a, it's really easy you come in for a consult at we have certified nps and pas that give you a consultation check your bmi check your weight make sure you're a good candidate check your medical history you know there's some contraindications you don't want to have thyroid cancer or history mm-hmm. of you know a metabolic disease or anything like that but Once you have that consultation, the product is shipped to your house and you give yourself a shot once a week. We check on you, you come in for a refill. And like you said, people are seeing these incredible Results. Yeah, I
1: love it. Absolutely, it's, it's so easy. Uh, that's the great thing what you guys are doing down here. There's so many services for so many people. It's not just for uh, it's not just for women, men. I, there's and and it, the range of opportunities just through the roof. Go to uh, again the website too is is Spa Just check it out and you can see all the services, the pricing. But we want you to come down here, grab some free food, hang out with us. We're in Orem, the OG, the original yeah. Spa Truvey <laughs> that Courtney built from the ground up. <laughs> (laughs) I I love the story about how your dad, you know, got you on your feet a little bit, and then he cashed out, and he's like, boy, I screwed up there.
7: Yes, it's a good story. Yep, and my office was just right here for many, many years. I would say five years. And now it's a cool sculpting room. But yeah, lots of good memories on this location.
1: 295 East University Parkway in Orm, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone.
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, may I present? This is JJ and Alex.
1: Stevenson Sylvester, former youth legend.
0: I think Utah number one stands in Utah's way. Outside of that, you know, you gotta go with Oklahoma State, right? Oklahoma State did a terrific job last year in keeping up with Oklahoma and Texas in the conference, getting the Doug Walker winner in, in, in Gordon out there. Ultimately, we stand in our own way. Then I believe, you know, Oklahoma State and Kansas State. I just think those other schools are very inconsistent. You know, they might have a week where they look great and then the very next week they look like crap. There's not a consistent team in the Big 12 that I can say would stand in the way of Utah. Catch JJ and Alex afternoons from 3 to 6 presented by G2G Bars on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone The wheel is loaded and it's time to talk some sports. This is Sports Roulette with Hanson Scotty on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone
1: Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Time for another edition of Sports Roulette. We take some of the big storylines, we put it on a roulette wheel, we spin it, wherever that little ball lands is what we end up talking about. And uh, with that, Lloyd, fire up that wheel. This is how you
2: put an end to an issue.
3: All right, so we see these professional athletes that are repeat offenders,
1: repeat offender.
3: You know, multiple DUIs. Yep. Um, multiple multiple spousal abuse or arrests, um, just multiple issues. This is the way you put it into it. So, we know that the Euro Leagues, the world of soccer in the Euro Leagues is as big as it gets. Yeah. And France and Juventus midfielder, his name is Paul Bogba. He just got popped with testosterone in his system. Pop Positive for Testosterone, they've banned him for four years. Nice. There you go. So that's what the headline is. If you want to end it, then make it something that is so egregious, something that is so terrible, something that you want to get out of your league and get away from and teach people a lesson and hold them accountable. Don't make it a game. Don't make it a few games. Don't make it sixty games. If you, if you really need to hand something down, hand down a four-year ban. This guy will be done with soccer. Four years will take him out of the professional ranks. It will end. It will end his soccer career. Yes. It would end an NBA player. It would end an NFL player. It would end a major league baseball player. For the most part. I mean, there's maybe some really rare cases that could make it through four years out of their sport. But if you really want to put an into it, if it really matters to you, then make it really important. Yeah. And so when I saw uh, France and Juventus hand down a four-year ban, it was like, oh, well, they're doing it because it's important to them to not have doping a part of their organization. If the NBA announced tomorrow, a look any NBA player with a multiple DUI arrest. We'll have a four-year
1: ban. Oh, oh, would it not be
3: it. cheered? Oh.
1: across the country? Yes, you would not lose. There would be nobody be like, "How dare they?" Blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody's offended by everything these days. I can't imagine anybody to go public and be like, "How dare they?" They can't do that. They can't. Yeah, you can do that
3: if you are charged and I. You got to add this: if you're charged and found guilty guilty yep. of spousal abuse or rape, or any type of sexual harassment. It's, it's a four-year ban. Like, why not make it important? Why not make it very important yeah. to you and to the league and to send an actual message? Yep. And I know people are out there like, well, people mess up, okay? I know this. If I got a DUI tomorrow, I'm done
1: yeah. on air. Yeah, you and I are both done.
3: We're done. We can't yep. represent Bonneville.
1: Nope. If,
3: if you and I were arrested – and I called you up, and I'm like, hey, dude, I just got arrested for um, domestic violence. And you said, well, did you do it? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it was kind of mutual, but yeah. You'd say, hey, and I'd say, hey, dude, do you think I'm going to have a job? No.
1: No. Sorry, nope,
3: dude. Nope. Like, you can't. But these professional athletes, it's time and time and time again. And we just saw another one by Richard Sherman, another DUI, and another drunken instance of where he's probably gonna be back at a Fox Sports One desk breaking down NFL yeah. and we're all gonna look at him like this it's just not right.
1: It's not right. Yeah. And I think and and by the way, I'm not <laughs> I gotta be careful how I'm saying this because I I'm not saying that people should not lose their jobs or should not severe have severe penalties for saying dumb things. But we saw an NBA player use a anti-Semitic slur in a video game. We've seen a couple of Major League broadcasters say things off tape that they thought was off the record that ended up being replayed and things like that. Really bad stuff. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be penalized. But I do have a hard time living in a world where the punishments are significantly less for domestic abuse and – DUIs than it is for using slurs, poor language. Yeah,
3: which you're right. You need to be punished. Yes, and you got to
1: own th- up. And I'm not saying I'm just saying like if um, you know if Richard Sherman used a gay slur, his chances of being fired are higher than the DUI that he just got. And I have a problem with that. Now I think both should be treated sig- with significant penalties. I just think the right. fact that we're putting one as, uh, you know, we're, we're treating one so severely and one not so much, that is weird and bizarre to me, mm-hmm. where I think both of them should be treated with significant punishments. Well,
3: if you're playing with Juventus, then then it is.
1: Yeah, and great.
3: This testosterone, he had a PED, mm. and it's four years.
1: Yeah, good. Um. Now here's the other flip side. If he if it was domestic abuse or a DUI, do you think it would be four years? Probably not. They're looking at it. Well, he's impacting the competitiveness of the game. So I I would hope that they would be as ag- as aggressive on some of these off field issues as they are on field issues. Yeah. All right. There's your good. All right. I'm mean, sorry. There's your good. There's uh there's there's stop one on the wheel. Let's get to stop number two. <laughs> 40,000 points.
3: There is a lot that we get after LeBron James about. But we also constantly acknowledge when he's great, he's great. And his comeback win the other night, whatever, 21 or.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it was a 21. No, they were down 21 in the fourth quarter. Yeah.
3: And he had, I think, 19 points in the fourth quarter and four assists, somewhere in that range. He was lights out, hitting the perimeter, getting to the rim, getting to the line. He was lights out. He is about to be the first NBA player in the history of the league to hit 40,000 points. 21 years in the league, 40,000 points. It is astounding. I don't care how I feel about LeBron or how you feel about LeBron or how anybody out there feels about LeBron. When when you see a milestone like this, regardless, you have to stop and say, that is absolutely mind-boggling. 40,000 points, never been done. And he is nine points away from it.
1: Yeah. And we can't – look, again, you can love, you can hate LeBron, whatever the case is, you cannot deny LeBron James is right there with Michael Jordan in the conversations as the best player in the history of the NBA. And people have dra- drag out, drop down fights over it, and that's cool. But the fact is, it's an argument to be had. Is LeBron James the best player in the history of the NBA? And anybody who says he is, you have every right and a lot of stats to back you up. The oh, news. yeah.
3: Yeah. It'll never that argument <clears throat> argument will never get over me. But you could absolutely make it.
1: Yeah, and it's funny. I, I've seen people have these crazy fights about it. I've been involved in fights, and then you realize, okay, well, this is stupid. Nobody's going to prove anybody wrong on this one yeah. because, like, LeBron has got the is got the resume that can back it up. Now Michael's got championships, never lost, and in fact, never played in a game seven in an NBA Finals. That's how dominant he was. Uh, but you know, you can. You know, you can say, well, what would LeBron do in the 80s? And what would Michael do in our era of basketball? I mean, it's it's a fun conversation to be had. But at the end of the day, you've got two elite players that were the best of their game for a long period of time. And nobody can doubt what LeBron has done and what he's meant to the game of basketball.
3: And by the way, if you're just counting the Lakers out this year. The Lakers could do some real damage. Yep. And and this is what I could see playing out with the Lakers. I could see them winning the play-in situation and being in a first-round matchup with either Minnesota or Oklahoma City, and LeBron showing the new kids on the block, and Anthony Davis showing the new kids on the block, whether it's Anthony Edwards or it's Shea Gillis-Alexander, but showing the new kids on the block what it's all about in the first round. The second round might be a little more difficult because getting through a seven-round series and having to take on Shea and his scoring or having to take on Anthony Edwards or having to deal with Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert swatting everything oh, yeah. you're trying to put at the rim, you're going to exhaust yourself out. But I could see him knocking one of those two out of the top two seeds and advancing and then probably getting bumped by Denver or yep. the Clippers.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely.
3: So... I, I know I've got some issues with his politics and his mouth and and what he does, but, and and how hypocritical he can be at times. But I do fully acknowledge his substantial greatness when it comes to the game of basketball.
1: All right, there you go. Sports roulette right here on 97.5, 5 the
0: KSL Sports Zone. We'll wrap this thing up next right here on the zone. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Download the KSL Sports app to get live streaming of your favorite shows.
7: Downloading.
0: Download the latest podcasts and get all the latest breaking news on the teams you can't live without. Everything you need delivered right to your phone. Let's go get them where we can get them. Just search KSL Sports on your app store of choice. Download it now. The KSL Sports app presented by University of Utah Health. You're locked on to Hans Solson and Scotty Cheer, cheer, cheer. That's right. Yeah! On 975, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans and Scotty,
1: 975, the KSL Sports Zone, wrapping up another edition of the show. And hey, make sure to get the official debit card of the Utah Jazz, University of Utah, Ray Salt Lake, and more exclusively, at America First Credit Union. <clears throat>
3: Big thanks to our listeners for coming down. We appreciate it.
1: Always good seeing a lot of people. Even it was. our old friend Jody he came by.
3: Yeah, it was nice to see Jody. He's looking good, too. Yeah. He's looking really good. Um, and big thanks to Spa Treve, treating us so well. We appreciate it. Every time we come down and come say hi to them, they're fantastic. And really, you know, we're trying to extend it out to the guys out there in the world, too. Like, hey, there are great things in this world for you. Take care of yourself and Whether it's hair removal or other procedures, they've got them available for you. So thanks for coming down and checking those things out today.
1: Look, if you're you're Chewbacca, you got that afghan growing on your back. These guys can help get that taken care of.
3: Yeah, they've got a procedure. They can remove that for you.
1: Boom, gone. Chest hair.
3: And if you don't have any hair or you want hair, you you can get that up top as well. You want to look like Chewbacca on the top of your head?
1: Yeah, it's just not you know, not from about be- the neck beard down. You want to you want to get rid of that stuff. Cordy, we were talking
3: to <laughs> we were talking to Lexi, and she said hair removal is one of the bigger things that guys come in and do.
7: Oh, it is. It's one of the top services for men. My favorite for men, besides chest, I think chest is awesome, is the the neck. Yeah because you can make this really beautiful, distinguished jawline. And I know I have all brothers and my husband, of course, that I've had this done and it's just so nice. They don't get the ingrown hairs. It looks so chiseled and cut, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a job where, you need a lot of dress shirts and you have to dress up a lot and you're always shaving, it's so annoying. And it looks almost contoured in a way mm. in the girl world, we would say. It looks chiseled and contoured. Wow.
1: See, you know what? That's the thing. Like, okay, our listeners, I love them. But we're, we're, and I'm one of you, by the way. I'm not calling you guys out. We're, we're schlubs, and we don't know this stuff. We don't know contour. We don't know all this stuff. No. But you come in here and you're like, hey, look, I know you can't turn me into Brad Pitt, but what can you do to help me out? And you guys would be like, okay, we can do this, this, and this, and kind of get you on a better path.
7: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's so many great treatments for men. Like, I know you've touched on PRF hair restoration, that's a really popular treatment if you have. You know your your hairline is receding a little bit or you're balding in those little spots the power alleys yes yeah yes but the sooner you can get in you know when you start seeing that recession or you start noticing that bald spot the sooner you can get in the, the better and the PRF we we draw your blood and we separate the plasma from the red blood cells and we inject the plasma straight into the hair follicles and it's it helps restore and revive those wow. hair fall. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So this isn't
1: just some spray you put on there and no. hope it works. This is really scientific yeah, stuff here. Yeah, scientific,
7: and it is FDA approved. There is proven results, and like I said, the sooner you notice it, the better, because the sooner we can stimulate those follicles mm-hmm. to start regrowing the hair, the better.
1: That, I'm glad Should that you made that phone call 20 years
7: ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're
3: talking about this, because I, I want people to understand- that the spa travail it's not you don't just come in and get a massage or just no. come in to get a facial like yes. you guys go into the depths and yes. people see the hollywood stars and they're like man why is he why does <laughs> he or does she look like she's glowing or always in shape or they these are the procedures these oh, are they the are. things they take care of their body
7: with. yeah i the tagline is beauty is pain here at Spa bay in the best way if you're not bleeding or swollen or a little bit bruised we haven't done our job like the intention is to give you a little bit of pain so you have these stunning results
1: wow I, I you know and that's the thing there's it's about confidence it's mm-hmm. about all yes. those other elements that that come with Walking out of here like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm doing what's best for me, whether it's for yourself or buying a gift card. My wife was just in the bountiful location. Yes. And, uh, and, and she had an incredible experience. In fact, I just got a text that her next appointment is like in the oh,
7: next week. Oh, good, good. So, they did their job. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so I mean, that's the thing. You feel better about yourself. You, you make people around you feel better. I mean, that's, it's just a win-win. You guys have built something really special here.
7: Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. And it really is a lot of people assume or think the meds wide industry is about vanity and i love that you touched on confidence because when you work on your acne or that receding hairline or you know you've gone through something hard and you're needing a, a refresh and people come out of here you know a few days later if they've healed up feeling like a million bucks and you know when you feel good on the inside you you also feel good on that it's all encompassing
1: look sharp play sharp
7: yeah yep, yep. yep.
1: Well, Courtney, thank you so much for letting us come down here. It's great. This is awesome. Uh, this is where it all began, too. Yep. Uh, here in Orem, 295 East University Parkway. It's Spa-Truve. But go to Spa-Truve. Get to the website. Uh, find the location nearest you. Set your appointment. You can see all the opportunities, all the options available for you at SpaTruve.com. and yes. I'll see you on Monday, man.
3: See you on Monday. Hey, good luck. Oh. Are you calling two games
1: this weekend? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe there might be an issue down in Provo that Some, I might need to help out on
3: somebody in Texas might hear your voice yeah that'd be fun get you out in that Dallas uh, I wonder North if North I got a,
1: I don't know if I've got any purple that I need to wear but if needs be you'll be a horn frog for a minute I, I could be a horn frog for a couple hours if the price is right uh, keep your ears tuned in Texas for Scotty <laughs> hands of Scotty 97.5 the KSL sports zone